Mazda presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wild. Martin swinging it back for Boyle. Boyle back of the goal. He said, scores! Scores! Are you kidding me? Kapanen slaps it home. What a brilliant pass from Brian Boyle. And the Leafs win it in overtime. And the dry scrum. The Capitals get to it. Fen around the boards. And there's no defenseman over there. As the Leafs play with just one. And it is out and down the ice, and now 28 seconds left to go on the power play. Morgan Riley skates it out. Drops for Matt or for Marner. Mitch Marner on the wing to Van Riemsdyk, chipping it into the corner. Marner lets it go, goes to Bozak, onto the boards and back to the point. It comes to Morgan Riley. Dished off on the far side for Bozak. Centering pass, scores! Scores! Tyler Bozak! Holy Mackinac! The Leafs have won it! What is that from? That's Joe Bowen from the radio call on Sportsnet 590 The Fan last night. What happened last night? Tyler! Um, uh, uh, it, was, it was real bad. Season I mean, the, finale the, of Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he yeah. say Bazinga? Uh, Mackinac, he got it wrong. He's an older guy, right? Okay. So, you know, he he's not mm. down with the kids these days. And okay. Thought he had it, but yeah. no, yeah. You he went a completely wrong. different route. I was going to go, well, the Blackhawks finally got on the board. <laughs> <laughs> that also happened. How can we talk crap about that? <laughs> what world is this? Well, uh, the thing is, is that I'm hesitant to talk crap about the Blackhawks because they're the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, 2011, they almost did it. They were down 3 nothing to the Canucks, and they forced it to Game 7 in overtime. What happened in uh, what happened in 2011 to the Canucks? Uh, they went to the Stanley Cup final. Oh, cool! And then, according to Canucks fans, nothing happened. Kind of like the Leafs in 2013. <laughs> Why <laughs> am I bringing up all those terrible things? The Leafs have a lead in a playoff Woo! series for the first time what? in 13 years and five days. It's a it's a thing. So when was the last one? We were 16 years old, my friend. Oh my god! Because we're 29 now. Yes, we are. Isn't that scary? That hurts. And Jesse is heart. 24. Question mark? 25. Are you 25 now? I am 25. Wow. He's a man. He's a man. Well, he's been a man with that beard for like the I last know. two years. Look at his beard. Look at mine. He's a man. <laughs> People are like, where's Jesse's playoff beard? I mean, he's been growing it for a year. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. been there. Yeah. He's, he's good. Um, so. Uh, this is our first show since they won a game. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And so I think we, I think it, it's only best that we work our way backwards. Because obviously, you know, we, we know what happened on, uh, on Saturday night. Yes. And after a very tired podcast on Friday, uh, yeah, we were exhausted. <laughs> we were absolutely you two exhausted. Were exhausted. Okay, you were fine. I, I was great. I was pooped. I'm, I am dead. <laughs> You're dead I am now. I'm a corpse today. So our fancy. I, I need this coffee bath. Before last night's game, the fanciest man in the room hosted a very fancy party. Oh my god! A big y- ball yesterday. No, that's not even when my day started. I got up at four thirty to be on TV with you mm-hmm. <laughs> for breakfast. Do you want to know what time I got up for TV? Uh, tell me, Adam. Six thirty. You jerk. And an I'm hour later, I was on TV. It's so funny. <laughs> Adam, how long is your commute now? You should uh, share this with the world. I I, uh, I think my commute is a total. I think I counted steps yesterday. I think it's a total of 100 and, 120 steps. It's insane. I had to kick you in the balls. Yeah. I, <laughs> I really, see, I really so the, here's Here's how I look at life. Mm. Convenience is key. Freeing up time, key. Mm-hmm. So I... 
in my infinite wisdom, rented out my my condo that I owned, which was towards the lake in Toronto, yeah. and I moved up to where near near where the Rogers Studios are, uh, and I crossed the street to go to work every it, day. It's funny because Steve knows this. He knows how important time is. Because if you're downtown and you don't want to waste time, you take an Uber back to Oshawa. You're like, I'm not going to wait on the I'm not going to wait well, on the train. And I got that from Hot Wheels over here, Hot Wheels Wild, because exactly. he uh, Adam was like 21 or something. This mm-hmm. is another chapter in. That's a different dude. <laughs> Adam was like 21, and he was at some party. It might have even been at my house. I don't know. And he, uh, we were like, how are you getting home, man? All the GO trains have stopped. He's like, oh, I'm going to take a cab. I'm like, man, that's going to be like $70 or something. He's like, can't put a price on time. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you paid Hot 70 wheels and money flew out the window. <laughs> to get home and then sleep in your own bed and yeah. wake up the next morning, relax. Exactly. Yeah, it's, not, we, it's worth it. We do that. First of all, we do that like once every two months, and the if we were to take the train instead, it it would be like only twenty dollars less. Yeah. So especially yeah. if you had two or three people with you, you're basically yeah. even. Yeah. So I can leave early, or I could take the drunk bus, mm-hmm. or for twenty extra dollars, sleep in my own bed, private ride home. But, the, the vomit comet or, at nineteen is cool. At twenty nine, it's no longer fun. Uh, yeah. But that's you the bus here, by the way. This philosophy. <laughs> And applied it to your everyday life. Well, and that's that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. <laughs> For the, the last- low, low price of $1.5 million. <laughs> I wish that were the case. You uh, can own a shoebox. I, uh, <laughs> I haven't been to Adam's place. I, uh, well, it's because it's, it's still boxes and stuff, so we're still unpacking. I got to tell you, the last two weeks have been hell. However, I've already noticed a difference in my sleep, in my stress levels. Everything is better. Everything. I think that's because they're up to one. Well, that helps. <laughs> that does help. Okay, so you you host Maple Leaf Square last night. That's right. And you, I, I was getting texts from SL throughout the evening. Yeah. Mrs. Dangle. Mrs. Dangle. And, uh, and she was, you know, she said that, like, the crowd was absolutely nuts, but it wasn't just nuts for the Leafs. Yeah, they were, there was a, supposedly if you watched him and Sid, on TV yesterday, you could hear Steve, 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 Steve. Wow. I haven't seen that yet. I um, haven't seen any of it. Can um, I say, okay, so I watched, we watched Tim and Sid in the studio, and we obviously saw, you know, the at Jeff, the Jeff Vayette Leafs are actually good signs up, yeah, yeah, which were a thing. And somebody had a Marlander Thews jersey. A Marlander Thews jersey. There was an LFR 10 sign. There was a sign with my face. There was a sign of Ovechkin diving off of a diving board. <laughs> There were a couple promposals for Mitch Marner and Morgan Riley. Oh. Um, oh my God, what else? There was a Buds All Day sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might have been a Buds All Day chant. There was a. It was what a pop! Like like it was like wrestling. All, and it, easiest job ever. Like I was so nervous heading into it. Uh, I almost passed out during the Leaf game because I couldn't eat beforehand. And so when Nylander scored, I would just went, yeah, and sat right back down because I was lightheaded. Mm-hmm. I just kind of felt that, boo. Um, but all you literally got to do is, who likes the Leafs? Ah! <laughs> Toronto loses its mind. You had to line up for the thing. Like the People started lining up at like four. Yeah. Three or four yep. for an event that started at. 530. I, I remember being at the first one mm-hmm. and now it's all cordoned off and it's all very civil. The first one, it was like 20,000 people on the street and the cops were like, we don't know what we're doing. Oh it's my god. Just the game on the TV and then whoever wants to go, just pandemonium. It was, it was yeah. crazy. They, they had yeah. to shut down York and Bremner there. Yeah, like it was all the way back to like the Rogers Center. Craziness, yeah. 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 Awesome. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the show, but like to avoid a Vancouver-like situation... <laughs> 
Um, that that area is actually like I think it's like well designed. Yeah, like Game Seven could have got ugly, but the, like there was actually a pretty well. Game Seven almost force. I remember that Game Seven, and I remember walking into Real Sports because I was down there. I think we were all just too sad to cause a riot. <laughs> Honestly, there were <laughs> everyone was too sad. It was it was not where I was wasn't safe. Yeah, for sure wasn't safe. But I've, I've told this <laughs> oh, on the podcast before. There was police in 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 horses on horses, yeah, yeah. and they lined up and they charged a crowd. Oh really? And a slow gallop, nothing crazy, but they charged the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the crowd goes, "We're gonna ride, 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 ride." Okay, those are those are big animals. We're yeah, gonna leave those now. Those are large and horses. You, it for a moment gave me like pause, like, "Oh, that's why cavalry was so effective 300 years ago." Like that. My grandpa <laughs> because always, when a big ass horse runs at you. My grandpa always tells this story of uh, he was trying to go to a soccer game in London. He's a He's a Fulham fan, so he's probably going to a Fulham game. Poor guy. And I know. And uh, well, and also a Tottenham Hotspur fan. Also, Better. poor guy. But not so yeah, bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a police horse like just bumped him right with its ass, and knocked him down a set of stairs, oh. and, and so he decided not to go to the game. <laughs> he turned around and went home. He's like, ah. You know, I don't blame him. If no, you don't. I don't blame, don't blame him. him at all. I don't blame him at all. Um. Okay, so you, you host the big fancy soiree. And everyone's going nuts, and Emily Agard was with me, and she did a great job, too, and did some stuff for MLSE Live. Um, we got to throw T-shirts, and to make sure no one died, I waited until afterwards to say, hey, unwrap your T-shirts, because in one of them, there's a set of playoff tickets. Sometimes they were for Game 3 that night. Other times they were for tomorrow night, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Leafs jersey, and I had to like yell as I'm throwing it, "Don't rip it!" Because <laughs> fans are like, "Yeah, tearing for it." Although you got to think, most at, if you're that hardcore, who down there doesn't have that Leafs, the new Leafs? Oh, jersey, I know, right? I, they're probably just gonna. But uh, it's a second one, so that's good too. Exactly. Um, um, you never have too many. Gary Lehman came on stage. Wendell Clark came on stage. He has a cannon. He threw a T-shirt. He almost hit real sports, like from the <laughs> stage. He's got a cannon. How uh, was the How was the reception for Wendell? Like when he got oh, up it was there, awesome. must have been crazy. It was It was insane. Daryl Sittler came on stage. Oh my god! And then left without saying anything because I think he had another interview to do. Oh, it was very confusing. And the maybe the biggest pop. Dark guy. Of course. Dark guy. Who will, guy. by the way, be on the show later on in the show. That is right. We're Jason, having a... uh, he told me how to say his name yesterday. Mascalo? Okay. Dark guy. Moscato. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think that's right at all. I hope it is. Pretty sure he's like Polish, not Spanish. <laughs> Moscato. Uh, it is now. His name, yeah. Um, Corrado. He's so, Italian. So... Colorado Dart guy. So this is your first playoff game ever. Now I've been to a few. Uh, first Leafs playoff game ever. First I, Leafs I saw Penguins last year. Yes, yes. But first and Leafs playoff game ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you but, walk in the front gate. How was it? Tell, talk about that experience a little bit. Well, it was chaotic because it was it was only a few minutes, like maybe two minutes before the anthem, because I was working right up until that point. And uh, I get in. I get to my seat. You know, say something to the guy on my left, say something to the guy on my right, just because I'm sitting alone. Mm-hmm. You know, Mrs. Dangles, we, we, she got a single seat, so uh, in case you missed last episode, I had this, like, immaculate seat, perfect distance up uh, in the reds, right behind uh, the net, um, the net that the Leafs were on twice. Uh, and then she sends me a, a text. So I said, I'm like, we can alternate. 
Like second period, you come down here, something like that. And she's like, no, 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 I got you these tickets. No, no, no. She sends me a text. Like she can't see one of the nets. She's sitting right next to like that giant. She, she got the Islander mural. seats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. And I was like, mm, we were kind of hard on Brooklyn fans. Um, but the first thing I noticed, the first thing, the blue Stanley Cup playoffs paint. It's so beautiful in person. It it gives you a sense of. Importance, like it gives you a sense of this is a different game. Yeah, even something as simple as the towels, like every, every the fact that everyone had one and they were all going at the same time. It's I know this sounds stupid and fans are like, what is, what is he talking about towels? Man, I have not seen this before, not in person. You need to go to, to come to a Steelers game with me. I know. Oh. That, towel. Some towels there. They're they're the best. I mean, and some towels. Some towels. Well, everybody. Nobody shows up without one. It's it's kind of the thing. But that's so. So let's run through the game. And what are you looking at on your computer? Because I need your full attention. I am fully you, attended. You take, I, I'm uploading the LFR, are, Adam. I'm doing a public service. It's 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like a second podcast. Um, <laughs> who thought that Not a quite. team? Not, Not quite. quite. <laughs> who yeah. thought that a team that was down two nothing? Before the five-minute mark could come back and win a game. And not only just a team, uh, a young, inexperienced team against a team that's been there before and is the NHL's top team in the regular season. Not just the team that's been there before, not just the top team in the regular season, but over the past five years uh, or something like that, the Capitals' struggles in the playoffs uh, haven't been defense. You would... You'd think it'd be the opposite. It's Alex Ovechkin, it's Nicholas Backstrom, it's um, a myriad it's of off. other players that they've had in Semin over the years. Yeah, um, it's been scoring goals. They have a real hard time scoring goals. Braden Holtby, one of the best save percentages in playoff history, um, and and they're magnificent defensively. They were under Boudreau. They are under Trotz. The Leafs are solving them. Like I'm not scared of Holtby. He he hasn't had this this crazy game. And I was I was trying to think back over the season. How many times were the Leafs shut out? Once, maybe. I can't. I don't know maybe the exact two? number, but it didn't happen much. And there were every now and then the Leafs would lay an egg. Oh yeah, there was that game against LA. They lost seven nothing. They yeah, laid an egg, but it wasn't like whoa, Jonathan Quick or whoever the hell was in net. Oh, he's really standing on his head. The one standing on his head robbed game I can think of was Varlamov. <laughs> two. They yeah, were shut out twice. Yeah. Okay. Do we know against two? LA, well, LA for sure, and I have no idea. Colorado was it? Colorado? Two. It two wasn't Colorado. That was three one. Um, uh, that is thirtieth in the league. So they have the best non shutout streak. Yeah, the, uh, they shut out the least. Yeah. The sh- there you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're tied for first with the Jets. So, so the, what I worried about is the Leafs would somehow beat the odds and outplay the Capitals because I expected the Capitals to outplay the Leafs in every single game, every single period. Uh, but Holtby would rob them. Mm-hmm. So in in the opportunities they had where they were better, where they were getting more s- scoring chances, Holtby would rob them. That wasn't the case, man. Um, he looked like that Matthews goal looked stoppable. Mm-hmm. It was stoppable. He stopped it, and there was a funny bounce. Ends up right on Matthews' stick. He scores. Um, yeah, off of Schmidt's face. Off of Schmidt's face. Cadry uh, throws one off of Orpik's butt. Hold on, hold on. What? Back it up here. Why are we're we're, we're going to go through this slowly. Okay. We're going to go through this game. You're right. We should save yeah. this. So, so mm-hmm. it's 2 nothing Washington, five-minute mark. I was sad. So this, is, <laughs> so this is where it's fun, and I'm going to call him out directly on this one. Steve Simmons 
tweeted um, that there was literally no atmosphere at all. He said, typical Toronto, great atmosphere outside, nothing inside. What, and I actually texted... What was the exact quote? Hold on. Let me, you know what? <laughs> well, what was bizarre about the quote? This. What was bizarre about the quote? And Yeah, find it. Pull it up. Welcome to Toronto. Virtually no atmosphere at all inside the ACC eight minutes before puck drop. Crazy outside of Maple Leaf Square. Well, does that mean everybody's hanging outside in Maple Leaf Square and not inside the arena? Well, and also... (laughs) there's no atmosphere when everyone's buying beer and <laughs> rocking a rocking a pee pee and <laughs> bu- buying food and trying to get to this. What are you talking about, Steve? What about when the game started? What about that anthem? Well, That's the loudest anthem I've heard in the ACC in a very long time. He didn't tweet anything after that for another <laughs> hour, and it was something like Cadrion Backstrom, and then he tweeted his co- his column from this morning. And it's so funny because I I um. See, I, I I actually text messaged somebody in the press box, and I won't say who. Okay, but I, I you know we obviously know a few people that are yeah, there, and yeah. I said just to just to make sure is Steve Simmons actually there? And he's like, yes. I think so. Okay, like you because because yeah. sometimes these yeah. guys will tweet stuff, yeah. and you're like, wait a second, are you there? Mm-hmm. And he was there. And I I retweeted him and was like, are you too high up on the gondola to hear the noise? Or like the concourse was full. Like there, so he's the up time in the gondola already. About, so he's not in the con concourse. He has no idea. Well, and also, what what are the fans supposed to do? Eight minutes before, before the, the game. game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did outside. They just spent two hours outside doing that. Rolling out the carpet for the anthem. Yeah, <laughs> she's sixteen and she can sing like an angel. Yeah, and she's not even here yet. Yeah. <laughs> now. I did, now, like it's is, such a lazy. Well, is that just his yeah. brand though? Like, is, is it is that? Oh, that his, is so his brand. No, no, no. Though, but is that his way of trying to compliment the people outside? No, I don't know. No. Maybe I'm trying to look. I'm trying to give him the benefit I know. of the doubt here. And the answer is no. Yeah. I it's love funny. You I ran into that. his son. Who's <laughs> during listen, the game? People tweeted us after because we mentioned that he was on the show years ago, yeah, and yeah. they said, "How was that?" And I said, "It was very polite, very civil. He's a nice guy. Like it, it, it's just yeah. I would say to him, what, what were you watching? Mm-hmm. And why, why no update afterwards?'" Yeah. Um. So two nothing. Five minutes into the game, it's two nothing. Well, how is the how is the arena at that point? The arena is great. Per, well, a, a little bit deflated, but not as bad as they would usually be. The happiest guy in the arena might have been the guy sitting to my left, who, for some unknown reason, was an Edmonton Oilers fan. What? And what part of Alberta is he from? One of the first things he tells me. And again, the game has not started. He hates the Leafs. It has not. No, he goes, I tell you, man, this place, not nearly as loud as the Rogers Center. Or Rogers, Rogers what's it Arena. Called? Rogers Arena in Edmonton. Not nearly as loud. And I'm like, the game hasn't started. The game hasn't started. There was a fan. A, a fan yelled something at the ref, like "terrible call." And this guy's like, <laughs> like just laughing at like this idiot. And I'm like, "What are you?" I, I. He was nice to me, but I felt like, being, "What are you doing like, here, man? What are you doing here?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I was at the Oilers game a, a few days ago." And and so I'm like, "Who is this man? Yeah. Who can afford to go to an Edmonton Oilers playoff game, fly to Toronto, and go to a Leafs playoff game in about a week?" Hey, hold on. He clearly only bought the concourse pass in Edmonton. Oh yeah, you he, think he was so? a part of it, but he was he was there. This but is, he but he never said he watched it. Oh, uh, right? this is this is nothing like uh, the the concourse pass <laughs> that I had. Uh, I tell you, the washrooms there are second to none. <laughs> Shout out to the asparagus vendor out front. <laughs> so Shut up! Like, did what? you ask him? Like who he was? No, I was just polite. I gotta yeah. tell you, when I when I go to other people's arenas, because that's how I look at it. When I go to 
Tampa when I when I've been to Calgary. When I'm I've always been, very complimentary. Always, because I you? always say, well, because yeah. I'm there to go. Hey, so what's great about this place? And what's great about this group of fans? You wouldn't walk into someone's house and go, "What's up with this dump?" But that's I don't know what it's like. Why a is bit. that okay here? Or why why do people feel like that's okay? Or and it's not even that it's not okay. It's just it's dumb. Like you you haven't seen anything yet, man. You I don't, don't know, know anything. I don't and know. you know why the arena's been terrible for the last ten years? Because the Leafs have been terrible for the last ten yeah, years. Well, and, and I mean, there's the whole suit thing. It was yeah, weird. tickets are a little more expensive. Did you not notice the fifteen thousand people standing outside? I know, I know. Well, Just to and, watch the game, it's weird. All the there are still suits Stupid. during playoff games, but it's like everyone realizes they step up. They step up to the occasion. Okay, I have to bring my jersey. I'm gonna look like a stooge if I don't. <laughs> there was one guy I saw walking down near the ice. I'm like, what kind of a stooge gets a Leafs Marco Estrada jersey? And then he turned around. I'm like, oh, that's Marco Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> that's Blue Jays pitcher Marco Estrada. That's amazing. Hey. That kind of loser. Yeah, yeah. Although, in Jesse's words, Jersey foul because he never played for the team. Oh. Yeah, no, well, celebrities get a pass. No. they then. Thank then, you, Jesse. Then we ought to get a pass because we are no. minor celebrities in our own. No, we're not. Not even close. If, if you're a pro athlete for another sport, you can definitely wear you're the jersey bending, of another You're bending sport. the rules here, man. Pro athletes get a pass. This is like AEIOU and yeah. sometimes why. Jesse's, Jesse's net, like the goalposts are shaped like a flower. Like, <laughs> it just bends everywhere. I'm He's sorry, a- Steve. You never played for the Leafs, so. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. But he stood and he witnessed. They mm-hmm. needed a lot of people during the 2002 run. They might have had to go to me. <laughs> uh, they might need you on defense actually was, coming yeah. up soon. Here. I was on a pairing with Pierre Hedin. <laughs> oh, that was a thing. Yeah. Well, oh! yeah. When, they had the, when they had no limitations on salary cap, they still dressed Pierre Hedin. Because everyone was hurt. Everyone was hurt But why was he your seventh defenseman? Uh, oh, no, I don't even think he was seventh. Mm-hmm. I think he was like 19th. Now, wait, though. Before we continue, mm-hmm. I, I need to... Plant a little seed. Okay. The guy on the left was the Oilers guy. Mm-hmm. Guy on the right had the biggest nachos I've ever seen in my entire life. And that is what I noticed about him at first. Now, we will leave him for later. Okay. Second period, um, I switched spots with Mrs. Dangle. So I'm all Last the way game up. of the playoffs, too. <laughs> Get it? Get it? Yes. <laughs> yes Thank, you. Thank you. Thank um, you. So I go up in the bleeders. People are ah, going crazy. Now, here's the problem. For Hold the on. Sec- you went up to the bleeds for the second period. Yeah, we switched. We switched you actually switched. See, I, would yes. not, I love my fiance. I would not have given her that option. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a chance. one period? Nope. she got you the tickets? That's not very nice. That's ruthless. <laughs> yeah. it's, my, it's my damn gift, man. Wow. Yeah, for one period, wow. you would just switch? She, for- she'd be on her phone the whole time anyway. Yeah. I, I know her. And at Caprice, if you're listening, honey. Yeah. There, like, was, there be- was a girl sitting in front of me who like had an even worse seat than I did. <laughs> who just, she had a wine and Snapchat. She was just having a whale of a time. She, well, and, and I'm sitting, uh, the guy next to her, I'm like, I don't even think she's with this person. I, I think this might be a very similar situation. She's like, I'll sit up there. I don't mm. care. I think, okay. If I look at it like this, my okay. fiance loves fashion. She's okay. a stylist. Yeah. Uh, that's what she does all day, every day. She, if we were at New York Fashion Week, and I had bought her tickets to New York Fashion Week, and it, one of them was front row and one of them was way in the back, I'm not going to go, hey, for the, uh, for the Armani show, can I sit up front? Yeah. See? So Cause, that's, cause what, that's what the difference would be, right? Armani. Because she's a huge fan of... Fashion, I'm a huge fan of hockey. We had a math teacher. His name is Mr. Amani. It's close. Mm-hmm. Armani means a lot to me. That's right. I'm glad you brought that up because that has zero context for I'm anybody j- I else. I just other thought than I would throw it in, Adam. <laughs> Listen, I'm only halfway through this. Okay. Okay, so um, 
Now, here's the problem, though. For this, for that period, because I'm in the obstructed seat, I can't see the Leafs' net. Now, the big problem there was the Caps came out hot. Then the Leafs took two minutes, uh, two two penalties, and had a uh, two minute five on three. Then three minutes later, took another penalty. So the Leafs are on the penalty kill the entire time. So I watched the first 15 minutes of the period on the jumbotron. Yes, <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> it sucked a little bit, but like again, the atmosphere is great. This guy's holding up like a like a giant dart guy head. <laughs> that guy's a phenomenon, by the way. Dude, you are you are too far away from too far away from where we're supposed to be right now. Oh, really? I'm still at two nothing, two goals to nothing. It is five two minutes nothing. in. Oh, sh- I forgot about the Matthews goal. Jeez, how can we forget about Austin Matthews? So, because Dark Guy got the crowd, I guess, pumped up, right? Two, yeah, two things changed the tide of the game, and I'm dead serious. I am dead serious. It was a morgue. It was sad. Everyone was sad after it was two nothing, and then they pull out Dark Guy. They put Dark Guy on the screen, and he stands up and he's going, "Come on, come on!" And people lost it. Dark guy is a phenomenon. He is a force of nature. The building went nuts. It wasn't just a... Like, they could have brought out Curtis Joseph. It wouldn't have got the same reaction as Dark guy. I am dead serious. So he goes nuts. Next shift comes. Kadri. Just giant hit on Orpik in the corner. Puck comes along the end boards right in front of the Leafs blue line. Komarov. Just giant hit. I don't even know who that was. Right before he goes off. Boom! Kadri on Orpik again! Line change. Matthews comes out, goes up the middle, no one can stop him. Stop, goes off Schmidt's head, puts in the rebound. Colby gets the first one, rebound. Little little celebration. If you slow that down, the stick handling that he does, that Matthews does in that moment, is pretty unbelievable. Like, his hand-eye is unreal. I might be attributing this wrong, but I think it was I think it was Barry Trotz said because people have said, you know, who who does Austin Matthews remind you of? He said Pavel Datsuk. Wow. And his ability to stick handle in any situation, never ever be done with a puck. Yeah, a little bit. I see it, man. He's uh-huh. nuts. He's absolutely nuts. No plays ever dead with him. No plays ever done with so many of the guys on this team. But uh, I tell you, sure. Watching from home, and I'm sorry, I've got food in my mouth because I haven't eaten. That's okay. Um, watching from home, and Jesse, I don't know how you felt about this, but I was watching from home, and never did we feel out of it. So it went, we went go two nothing. <laughs> Not once. No, no. I'm like, no, no. Like it, it still felt good. You still felt like, no, no. They they can do this, and. It's funny because, of course, Ovechkin has a bomb, and everybody's on Twitter's talking about this bomb from Ovechkin. And then uh, Matthew scores, we're back in it. And then this random, this like silly rebound that Anderson could have deflected a little further into the corner, but I don't know how he would even have had the chance to. Yeah, that Kuznetsov give... puts in at an impossible angle. Yeah, you got to give Kuznetsov credit there. Like, inc- uh, incredible reaction time to even get the shot. And then, yeah, that angle was. Uh... Like seventy something degrees is crazy. It's unbelievable. But he celebrated the goal. And you're not supposed to do that. Well, and he did that in the other Canadian. game too. Now we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> he he sure he scored yeah. in the last game, I think. Uh, and he went no. ah, He, he was on the ice. He was, was on the, the ice. Oh yeah, and he, he just looked right at Anderson and was like, ah I think it was at Polak. You don't do okay. that. No, Canadians don't Well, do Canadians that. Canadians no, don't no, do that. No. Uh now No. <laughs> I gotta tell you, we so it was 3-1 going into uh, inter- intermission, I believe. No, 2-1 uh, going into first intermission. 2-1 going into first, and then, and then yeah, because Netsev scores. You yeah. gotta, I got to yeah. say, you missed a doozy of a coach's corner. 
So, yeah, you guys were, I saw you in the Facebook message. He was ripping on Zaitsev pretty good? Pretty good. Um, now, not without merit. I don't think Nikita Zaitsev came out and played very well. well I think he was on the ice for both goals. And J- it was both? While JVR, I think so. While JVR. I know it was the first one for sure. On, on Backstrom goal, JVR let him go. And think, thinking Zaitsev would pick him up so JVR could stay high. Seemed like a bit of a miscommunication. But stay with him. Just stay with him. My my thing. The rush is there, and then you can get back up. My thing with Zaitsev is there was going to be rust. Like, what a. Man, your first playoff game is game three. You're coming off a concussion. Who knows how, like, 100% sharp he is? <sighs> it wasn't a good one. Now, my problem with Cherry dumping on Zaitsev, like, it was warranted here, but didn't he talk about him, like, during game two? When Zaitsev was not even playing, he's been talking about him since the seven-year contract was rumored. Yeah, he keeps uh, these little, these little jabs. These little... He doesn't like the seven-year contract, and we know that, and that's I fine. I think the the thing that frustrated me was the um, it was the fact that you know he'll he'll talk about um, he'll talk about you know Zaitsev not being great, and then he'll like like if you point out a player like Aaron Ekblad who was minus twenty one this year. Is Aaron Ekblad a bad defenseman? Uh, he's he's very he's very pick and choosy with his plus right. minus. Yeah. And then um, so it was kind of one of those like plus minus is a, a BS stat anyway. Uh, yeah, um, again, doesn't tell you a whole lot. He's eighty three. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we gotta I, let I give him a pass. Let that go. So Leafs kill five on three, and then it, while you're sitting up in the bleeders, unbelievable. And, a, and then I, a minute and a half later, a bench miner. Which I was, I, I yelled at the TV. I had the dog asleep in my, the dog fell asleep on me last night. No one in my section picked it up. No one noticed. Like, was it a blatantly obvious? Yes. It was, they it were was all bad, right? in the offensive zone, and then Morgan Riley tried to get off, and mm-hmm. it was like, it was it bad. Work, it was eh? for a good, like, five, ten seconds. Yeah. yeah. Pretty obvious. That sucks. Uh, it does suck, but um, both, they were able to kill both of those off. And the dichotomy of Martin Marinson. Uh, He's been game. amazing. Well, He's been so good the last two games. Boy, though, the grenades. He had two or three <laughs> real bad. Like, pull him out with his teeth, huh, just in front of the net. Marinson loves to throw bombs, but I tell you what, he was out there, I think, for the entire five on three. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he was right back out there again for the bench miner. So, I got to say, watching Leo Komarov, you really, and the numbers are back, back me up on this a little bit more. But when you watch Leo Komarov play defensive hockey, he's a wizard. He's killing it on the... I don't know if we talked about it last show, but he's played himself out of being the Leafs' fourth-line center. He's been too good on Kadri's wing. Yeah. Like, he takes enough face-offs. He could probably handle it. But, no. <laughs> well, why have him there when you can have him on the wing, right? Exactly. Well, and you, and can play you got center. Ryan Boyle, right? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, trying to remember so that happens. Um, very. That was kind so of... So much going on. Would you say that's probably the key moment of the game? Oh, killing that off? Yeah. I'm, and it was so dumb, too. Uh, I mean, the Hunwick penalty is whatever. But Martin just throwing those bombs at Tom Wilson. He didn't need to. You had to know. You had to know. And Wilson's got sticky gloves. Like, Matt, he's not going to go with you. Not in this series. Mm-hmm. You need to stop. It, and if he does go with you, it's because his team's down. Let him drop the gloves. Let, yeah, let him drop the gloves and then don't drop yours. Whatever. It's his problem now. Now we're gonna, it, Hey, do you want to win the fight or do you want to win the game? Right. Are we on the radio for no. this one? We're not no. on the radio tonight, so we're just going to keep game. going then. Great. Oh, okay. Okay. Take a break. Because no. I was going to stop there. Oh, really? Oh, really? We're, we're only going to talk about this in one segment? That's <laughs> no. not going to work. Um, 
so then so then they kill yeah they kill the too many men penalty which can you imagine if they had scored on that too many men penalty uh, yes that's, I can that's a different <laughs> I sat there the whole time going Urgh! imagine I was thinking I was sitting there with the dog lying on me snoring the dog snores uh, and I'm wondering <laughs> what are the storylines going to be coming out of this you know like this is not this is not going to be pleasant for Mike Babcock I try really hard to push that out of my brain because it's an ongoing thing that has happened a lot this year what you you watch bench miners uh, the bench miners, and for some reason lately, they ice the puck a lot. I've noticed that too. Noticed that too. Hmm. No, I wonder what that is. Um, so supposedly, the bench miners' problem was an issue in Detroit. Then some, something happens, and Kadri scores a goal off of Brooks Orpik's butt, which is hilarious because they were going at it all first second first second period, and then of course the puck has to go off Brooks Orpik's butt and into the net. Well, and it's Brooks Orpik. Like here, what, what's Brooks Orpik's size? I need to look this up. Isn't he a big boy? Okay, he's a very big boy. I mean, he's he's not in the uh, he's not in the league for his uh, foot speed. I don't think he ever was, even when he was younger. He's thirty six now. So Hockey DB has him at six foot two, two hundred and twenty one pounds. That's a big boy. He was battling with downtown Connor Brown, who is it says six foot one hundred and eighty five. So probably less. <laughs> <laughs> they always inflate those just a little bit. Yeah, Prob- yeah, yeah, hundred percent, probably less. And I've, I've seen him in like his his t shirt and after a game and everything. Yeah, you're probably right there. Mm-hmm. There's no way Goudreau's five nine. Like, no, <laughs> not even. No, no, they they thought he was an intern when he first showed up for training yeah. camp. They wouldn't let him in the building. I, I know. I know. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's amazing when you think about it. Um, <laughs> Supposedly, this someone uh, Maple Leaf Square told me yesterday it was at around like five o'clock, something like that. Uh, 4.30, Morgan Riley's trying to get in the building, and security's like, where are you trying to go? He's like, the freaking locker room. <laughs> what? <laughs> because, well, who, uh, it's Morgan Riley. He's missing teeth, though. Let me in, though. I'm trying to, I'm preparing for a playoff game. I'm high strung right now. You should know what Morgan Riley yeah, you looks should. like. Yeah. Like, you I should th- know what the Raptors and the and the Leafs look like. I think it was just a misunderstanding <laughs> of communication. But the, anyway, the point I was trying to make, Orpic, Connor Brown, the the knock on the Leafs is, has been they're too small. Um. It's heart, man. It's it's a little bit of determination. Like Zach Hyman might be the greatest player they have, which and we have to talk about him because there's something oh, what special. What a game! What a game! But we'll talk about him in a sec. Yeah. We'll talk about him in a sec. Um, Connor Brown going toe to toe, and he caused that goal. He a little bit of a Daryl Boyce assist, dare I say? He was battling with uh, Brooks Orpic, and if he's not battling with him, that puck probably just goes right into Holtby's chest and not off of Orpic's ass. Mm-hmm. So now the Leafs are with him. He scored a Grabner. He did. He scored a Grabner. You're right. (laughs) Um, And then 39 seconds to go. 39.9 seconds to go, I believe. Uh, William Nylander, sorry, Zach Hyman wins a puck battle behind the net. Which people are like, well, that doesn't happen all that much. And four (laughs) or five times during the game, uh, Hyman drew the attention of two or three capitals behind the net. He wins puck battles. Wins puck battles, but like even, even if it's even if he doesn't come out with the puck, just the fact that attention has been drawn away from those two murderers, those assassins that he's on a line with, Matthews and Nylander. By the way, uh, during the game, you know you pick up different things when you're actually in the arena. I think the Capitals are very worried about Mitch Marner. Something about the way they play against that line, they are scared to death of William Nylander. They are t- 
terrified well, of that guy. And if it, it, the thing was, I noticed that Bozy Marner and JVR had a kind of a not not that they were bad, but a quieter night. Uh, like Ma- Marner seems, had a lot of shots blocked, I think. Yeah, Marner. It seemed like he kept having to Leroy Jenkins up yeah. the middle of the ice. It's ironic because Bozak got the game winner. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't that it was bad. I Marner just, was uh, taking it upon himself a lot, and I wondered because every time after you'd see the Matthews Nylander line, and Washington couldn't handle them. They could not. Could not handle them. Now, and Washington had their fair share of moments too. Let's be fair, where they were playing keep away with the Leafs, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was very scary. Like hold the fort, scary. Did we talk about heavy shifts? We're not there yet. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Zach Hyman. Yes. Wins a puck battle. Yeah, dogged. The puck skirts out to Austin Matthews, who is also behind the net, who passes it perfectly to William Nylander, who takes a shot and is robbed by Holtby. Absolutely robbed. But no one's there for the rebound, and no one's there for Willie. Why? Hyman and Matthews. Going to work. Wide open. Don't leave William Nylander alone. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. It's like Ovechkin. A little bit. It's... Why would you leave Ovechkin alone? Why would you? Well, because his line mates and he knows how to get open. Nylander's done that so many times this year, especially on the power play. Again, like Ovechkin. Why would you leave Nylander alone? Well, they've figured out how to just get him open. Yep, absolutely. And they tied it. It's not just that they scored two goals there. It's not just that they tied it right before intermission. How on earth did the Leafs survive that period? They go down... They're, they're losing to start it. They go down 3-1 about five minutes in. They kill off a full two-minute five-on-three. Then the bench minor. Then they score. Then they score again. That's just focus and concentration. Determination. How, how on earth? Uh, a little bit of luck, too. Um, now, here's the thing. Tons of luck. So that's the almost fainted goal for Steve. Um, 39 seconds Thirty-nine seconds to, to, to go. Nylander I scores the goal. Stood up. Saw like a little bit of gray in my vision and just went woo and wow. sat right back down. Head Smash. rush. Well, I just yeah. want to say. Well, and I, I hadn't had anything to like eat or drink. I was too nervous. I was too nervous. 39, William Nylander's old number. Just throwing that out there. Illuminati. Wait, it was what, it? what 39? 39 was William Nylander's. At 30, 39 seconds, he scored at 39 seconds left. I believe 39 Wasn't was Wasn't it 62? Was also 39, I believe. Last, oh. last year in the last 20 games or whatever that he played with the Leafs. I think it was 62. Pretty sure it was 39. Oh, you know what? It was 39 in the NHL, 62 with the Marlies, I think. Yeah. Damn. See? Illuminati. Check out the Confirmed. big brain on Brad. Confirmed. <laughs> Very so, smart. third period. No. Oh, can I ask you, which line leads the NHL playoffs in Corsi? Three games in. The Matthews line? It does. Can you guess how what their Corsi percentage is? Ooh. 50... Seven percent. That's very high. Sixty-seven point one one for three games. Can you guess what the second closest is? Uh, this is really which hard. Which line? Yeah, and what on team? the Leafs or on another team? Uh, on the just other team. Just in the in, just in the NHL. Hmm. Who's doing really well? Is it someone on the? You know what? It might be someone on the Wild. Ironically, not on the Wild. No, Preds. Yes. Ooh. Mm, whatever line Forsberg's on. Johansson, Forsberg, uh, and Arvidsson, 63.86. Arvidsson's so good. So there are four, four, four total percentage points up now, on those guys. the best thing about that chart is the third team. What's the, the third, third team? line. 
What do we have? Oh, I didn't even write it down. Oh, you didn't write it no, down? No, no, I could look it oh, up. Where did you guys get this from? It was on, I saw it on Marvel. It's from, it's from uh, Corsica. Ah, uh, uh, Corsica. But, um... Here, I got it right here. The third line was the most interesting. Ah. <laughs> it's a team that hasn't won a game. The Wild. No. No. Blackhawks. No. Who else hasn't won a game? Uh, Flames. Yes. Oh. What line? Goudreau? No. Backland. Nope, you were right the first time. Monaghan, Goudreau, Furland, 62.5. They're playing that good. And, and, they, haven't won and they haven't won a game. Yeah. Now, it's, oh my gosh. We'll talk about the Flames later on in the show. Yeah, the playoffs, oh, man. Heartbreaking the playoffs. for them. Um, Brutal. So here's the thing. Third game of the series to go into OT, but this time it's with a twist. The Caps take a penalty. A high sticking with 15 seconds left in regular time. And now, it's, I believe, on Connor Brown. Or is it Matt Hyman? Hyman. Hyman. Hyman behind the net. This freaking kid. Mm-hmm. And they had, listen, somebody slashed Mitch Marner's stick right out of his hands and they didn't call it. But they had to call this. Well, this was, this is they what I said in the video. This. Like, I was, I was like, man, I don't know if that's a penalty. Oh, you think it wasn't a slash? No, no, no. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just. It's playoffs. I still, uh, yeah, I guess I just still am a little confused. Uh, as to what is and isn't a penalty in the playoffs, like I would assume that the refs are a little confused too. Y- it, like if if why is there a different standard? Call it the same or don't, uh, right? Well, and then and then for like I think the second straight game, uh, first two periods are full of penalties. Third period, they completely put their whistles away, and then they call one in the last fifteen seconds. Like I, if Caps fans had any complaint here, I think it might be consistency. Um, yeah, but then the Leafs can make the same complaint because yeah, oh, Marner, totally, Marner totally. should have been Mar- that should have been a penalty on whoever slashed Marner's stick out of his hands. Not, and I get the consistency thing. I'd be just as mad if I were a Caps fan, but it was a penalty. Here period. it is. Uh, I found this from Andrew Berkshire on Twitter. So yesterday he tweets: Leafs cap scoring chances were twenty eight to twenty seven for the Caps, but fifteen to ten for the Leafs in high danger chances, eleven eleven in chances on net. Scoring chances from the start of the third on were 13 to 2 for the Leafs, zero on net for the Caps. I think they went 15 minutes without getting a shot, registering a shot. Now, the one. Or 13 minutes. 13? Yeah, that was right. The one asterisk I will uh, put on that it says zero on net. Shots that hit the post don't count. Yeah. So, I, I mean, stupid. I it is kind of dumb. Like, Kuznetsov hit the crossbar. No, it's not a shot on goal. It's, he hit the crossbar. It's not a shot is, on is there goal. a goal there without the posts? Is there is does the goal exist without the posts? Is it a part if of you the hit netting? The side of the net. Is it a shot? I think on it should goal. be front frontal hmm. posts it in. Yeah, there. Now I am if, definitely. If, I watch. No, but do you hear the spirit of the word? It's shot on goal. You didn't hit. I see. The yeah, goal. I, get, I suppose you're right. But here's the thing: if it goes off the post and goes in the net, is it a shot? Because it went in. Yeah, but <laughs> it should. No, no, it should be about. Where it hits, not where it goes. Because no. if you're no, 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 that's talking out of both sides of your mouth. If the shot is on the outside of the post and goes into the corner, it's not a shot. If the shot is on the inside of the post and goes into the net, it's a shot. Because it's a goal. But Jesse, that that means <laughs> that you're you're judging the shot based on where it ended up what? after it hits the post. No. What if the shot hits the post, comes back out, hits the goalie in the back, and goes in? Is that a goal without a shot? No, because it went in the net. It's a shot on. The, but the guy didn't shoot no, it. It went on, off the goalie. The on goal part of the of the term is just does it have a chance of being a goal when it's being shot? 
So okay. if you throw a puck along the end boards, it takes a weird ban- a bounce on the sanction. It could go in the net. But it was a shot on in. Did it have a chance of going into this square? That's the goal. I mean, the guy who took that's the it. shot will probably tell that's you. It. It There's just intense. an area. <laughs> There's just an area inside the net where you can go, and if you if go in not- there, <laughs> it's a goal. It's very confusing. It's a little it's bit confusing. So simple. And okay. if it's a shot on that target. It's a shot on goal. It's just, it's, <laughs> and it's the just, other ones are just shots. It just seems like it's the closest <laughs> thing it could possibly be to a goal without being a goal. Yeah, and it's not a shot on goal though. But it's not. No, yeah. I know. And boy, I, boy. I'm with you, and still think it's weird. But it's weird, know. but it's not how it's determined. It's, it's like the high sticking call. It's yeah, I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. But I don't get it. But I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's. Hockey. It's, it's the gray sport. areas in hockey. So okay, we go into the we go into overtime. Uh, there's a minute forty five. Soon as overtime starts, of penalty time, and we bring back Big Nachos guy. Oh, here's that little seed. It has sprouted buds all day. Did you Dave Chappelle us? Dave Chappelle. Here. Have you not seen the the Dave Chappelle specials? Uh, I seen one of them. Oh, okay, the first one. I'm not sure. It's a terrible. Joke. I'm not sure which one is which. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, anyway, we'll talk. Um, nachos guy. So. Uh, meet Mrs. Dangle um, um, right before the third period, actually. So apparently Nacho's guy, who's there with his wife, told her, he goes, hey, uh, I have an extra seat in the club lounge. Like, if you guys want to use it so that you don't have to go back up to the bleeders, you can use it. We're like, are you serious? Are you serious? And so he's not there to start the third. So I, I sit down and I talk to her. I, I talked to his wife, and I, and I go, is he serious about this? She goes, oh, yeah, 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 and he's just in the washroom. So, like, tell your wife to come back. She could just sit in his seat until he comes back. So, Aww. That's really cool. It was really cool. So we, we just sat there, like, together in these immaculate seats for, like, the first half of the third. And then I see him, and he waves me, and I'm like, oh, shoot, okay, okay. Brings me up to the club lounge, just explains to one of the waitresses, I guess this guy's, like, a big cheese or something. And I get to just chill in there. That's and that's amazing. where I watch the rest of the third and overtime. Club Lounge is pretty cool, eh? It's pretty well, I've been in there once, but it was a regular season game, and like Gustafson was in net. <laughs> Needless to say, it wasn't nearly as high stakes. Jesse has his jersey. What? That's true. <laughs> that's our last episode. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and if I remember correctly, the Leafs won that night, and they were in a playoff spot at the time. Well, there you go. Times changed, yep. though. They did change. So she's in this wicked seat. I'm in the club lounge in another wicked seat, standing. Uh, it's unbelievable. Like, what luck? What crazy luck to to get that opportunity instead of... Uh, I would have... I wouldn't have missed it if I was in the bleeders because it was on the net I could actually see. But, like, what luck to get that seat. It was unbelievable. Which brings us to overtime. That's right. With 38 seconds left. Nazem Kadri. We also miss Kunetsov hitting the crossbar. Oh, when wow. He should have taken no, we the were shot sort of talking. Yeah, we, I should have, we should have gone there first. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. It wasn't that just that he hit the crossbar. That should have been a bang bang one timer. He should have shot it initially. The Capitals mm-hmm. have been like, I don't want to say anything about the Capitals not performing to uh, the best of their abilities because that just sounds like I'm saying all oh, the Leafs are smoke and mirrors. They're not actually this good, blah, blah, blah. But the Caps have been getting in their own way all series long. All series long. Uh, and that goes to Holtby, too. Like, I was saying how he's looked mortal. He's looked mortal in that everything is bouncing around in front of him, and that's not his fault. That's the defense. 
And it's also, I mean, the plan of the Leafs. Connor Brown was working hard for that. Bozak worked hard uh, for his tip-in goal. Matthews was dogged. You know, kind of created his own luck on the on the first goal. But how doesn't Kuznetsov blast that? Blast it. Rip it. Do whatever you need to do. You have the whole net. And then he waited, still had the whole net, and yeah. hit the crossbar. It was so odd just watching it. A lot of passes into the feet. A lot of uh, missed one-timers, a lot of fanning on shots. The Caps look shook. I was a little, uh, I was a little worried in the third period when the Leafs fans started chanting Ovi. I was like, mm-hmm. let's not. It was Holtby. Oh, it was Holtby. I, I, we heard Ovi, and they, I think the announcers even said Ovi. The broadcaster Ovi. said it was Ovi, but I guess uh, it was Ovi. It might have been Holtby then. I don't yeah. think so. Because I was like, don't tempt fate here, yeah. guys. Yeah, you yeah, tied. You <laughs> piss off that freaking gun. Yeah. Like, yeah. He played, by the way. Less than 16 minutes. Why do you think that is? I don't have an answer for that. I don't know. He played great. He scored a goal. He's got two of their goals in this series. How many goals have they scored? Three plus... What was the last game? 4-3? Uh, yep. And then 4-3 yeah, again? Yeah, 4-3. So three, th- nine. He's got two of their nine goals. Why isn't he on the ice? 16 minutes. Like, I get that he doesn't kill penalties... But they didn't take a lot of penalties, though. They didn't take a ton. Mm. What's the deal? Like he should have been on the ice a lot in the first. We know he was on for at least one shift. He scored a goal. He was on for like the entire power play. Was it like how much even strength time did he play? I that's a good question. I don't know. Supposedly in the double OT game, he played about twenty four minutes, which also seems low. I mean, in a playoff game, it's Alex Ovechkin. He should be playing that like per thirty. Or sorry, I know per that when Barry Trotz took over, they asked him to play less. They wanted to spread the minutes around so they could get the best out of him I don't know. while he was playing. So you could have a fresher Ovechkin. I think that's the, the theory behind it. Well, And I think he also wanted, he. I think Barry Trotz wants to keep the Ovechkin, Backstrom, can't remember who else is on that line, uh, away. Is it Oshie? Angle. Yes. It's Dangle because you play. Oh, that's right. Ah. <laughs> they want to keep them away from the Kadri Komarov Brown line. Yeah. Um, and like that's such a compliment. To Kadri, Komarov, and Brown for how well they play, but like that's one of the best lines in the league. Top five, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you should just be throwing them out there. Just first anybody. Put them out. Don't be afraid. You can put Crosby up against whoever you want. You can put McDavid up against whoever. Um, yeah, you want to maybe avoid unfavorable matchups, but you're on the road. He's already got a goal tonight. Let him go. Let him go. Like, is he battling an injury or something? Maybe. That we don't know about. Maybe. He doesn't play like he is. No, I don't think so. Um, so, so 38 seconds to go. Overtime, power play, 38 no, seconds. No, it, it was early in the overtime. No, 38 seconds to go in the power play. <gasps> oh, sorry. Um, Nazem Kadri, Tyler Bozak, set play JVR in front of the net. And you could see them setting it up. Yeah. Like, we've <laughs> seen it enough now where it's like, you know, it's, you don't know how it's going to happen, but you can see it in the replay. Yeah, like, that is a setup play. They practice that. Well, it was an, it's a nightmare, too, if you, if you look at it. So Marner works really hard behind the net. Again, play behind the net that sets the whole thing up. Um, but the nightmare is Kadri's got the puck along the end boards, right? Uh, he's got Riley open at the point. He's got JVR at the side of the net ready to do a standard JVR tip. Mm-hmm. He's positioned and it's difficult to move him. He's got Marner relatively open at the other side of the net. And he's got Bozak in this neat little Bermuda triangle in the middle. Like no one's, no cap has taken anybody because they don't know who to take. Like there's all these options. 
and they threw it at the option I was expecting the least. I thought Kadri just shot it. I didn't know that shot was tipped when I first saw it. Throws it right at Bozak. If I if if I was a defender in front, I probably would have taken JBR, maybe Marner. I wouldn't have thought they were gonna just bomb it into the slot at Bozak. Tips it in. One of the loudest pops I've ever heard at any professional sport uh, sporting event ever. Like, let's I'll put, talk about I'll put that pop that right next to. Yeah, sure. Because I I have experienced that too. An yeah. overtime playoff game where the Leafs win. That's right. You saw. Was it the last time it they was took a series? Gary Roberts. Yeah, it might have been Gary Roberts against the Ottawa Senators in three. It was triple overtime. Triple overtime is eleven fifty one. <laughs> and, and it just like the ACC exploded. So that, when, anytime anybody comes in and says, that's why I took offense. To the I don't think offense, but that's why I take exception to the Edmonton guy coming in because you oh, uh, you don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck you're talking about. Like you just told me I've been there. Like fuck yeah. off, man. Like you're you're that is such an old. That is a Steve Simmons tweet. Yeah. That is yeah. lazy. And and with no offense, to, not no offense. That's Steve's brand, but. Uh, Honestly, that is just lazy insult. That's just lazy. Respectfully to Steve Simmons, he would come on the podcast and And defend his opinion. Mm -hmm. And he would just be like, it it was boring in there. It was boring. In in all my years. Before the game, it was boring. (laughs) I'd be like. It was eight minutes before the game, Steve. God bless him. He's the only one who can block out all that fucking excitement. Like, <laughs> like he walks in past Maple Leafs effing square, and he's like, nope, first, I'm, I'm not absorbing any of this yeah. energy. First None home of this game, positivity gets through to me. First home uh, playoff game in four years. Everyone's losing their mind. He's just, nope. No, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. I'm not. No. I'm not impressed. <laughs> no, how no. Toronto of you? He smokes now. I bet. Uh, I bet you jaywalk too. <laughs> I got um, arrested for it. Um, no, it's uh, whatever, man. It was. It was a loud pop. I'll put that. I'll put that just below. Uh, you know what? When Benino made it three two at the in game one of the Stanley Cup final last year, holy shit, that was loud. Like it, it's not my instinct to cheer for the Penguins, so. When everyone stood up, you just do it. I well, all the light was blacked out around me because everyone stood up before I didn't. I'm like, whoa! Like I was, I was like scared. Uh, the gold medal goal, Crosby, that was mind blowing. Still, probably hasn't been top, but that was loud. That was loud. and it was in the club lounge. Yeah. Like imagine how much louder it would have been. Like I'm in this padded room. It's a restaurant. It's it's not in. Quite in the stands. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's pandemonium! I, I just started. I didn't high five or hug a single person I knew. Like it no. was just ah, buds all day, just <laughs> yelling at people, high five, and all. It was nuts. Last fall, I got to see forty nine thousand people jump up and scream when Edwin hit the home run. Oh, the you were at that freaking game. That the one game playoff. That was that was the biggest sports moment I've ever witnessed in real that's, real time. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's magic. Yeah. Oh, Extra I still innings, bottom of the oh, tenth. That's why we love sports. Walk off home run. Walk off. It was unbelievable. Oh, to, win, to win the one game playoff. I regret not being it, there, and I regret not being at the the um, bat flip game. I do too. Yeah. But I remember watching the bat flip game here at Kiss and thinking, like, like it was just you. You go nuts wherever you are. But yeah. man, I was literally rolling up. My jersey was filthy because I was rolling on the floor, like in, in basically agony. Like anxiety, agony, like just rolling around. 
and how far we are removed from all of that with the Jays this season. Oh, <laughs> Two and ten, boys. Holy Two shit. Ten. I went to the home opener, and I went to Sunday. How many? Uh, You've only got 13 more games to go. <laughs> We've already given away a pair. Ah, yeah, it's only yeah. 12. So Steve yeah. will be there every weekend until the end of the yeah, summer. Because yeah. 12 doesn't seem like much until you... Factor in 12 weeks. That's a lot of baseball. 12 times 3 hours? That's why I can't understand people get season tickets. That is a lot of damn baseball, man. You must just not have anything to do. Like, 81 times 3. No, the game starts at 1 on Tuesday. It's like, who the fuck is going to that game? Like, you have to be off. There's one tomorrow that starts at 1 o'clock. Here. Are you serious? Is that the school? Day one? I think it might be the school yeah. day one. Um, oh, school day games are crazy. And yeah. I, I'm, ex- are I'm excited for that because we get to watch, Jesse and I get to watch that in studio at Kiss. Mm-hmm. Now, it's always way better. <laughs> the Jays were primary for a while in this city. Here's how secondary they are right now, especially with their record. You know how many people are going to the Leafs game tomorrow who might get Jays tickets just for something to do? Like, yeah. hey, we're going downtown anyway. Want to just get Jays tickets? Just flippantly Jays tickets, and then if the game's not done by the time the playoffs, let's go. Gives a shit. I would do that. Just leave. If I had tomorrow off, I would do that. Why not? Why not? Super Sports Wednesday. Mm. And now, is there any way you can get tickets for tomorrow's game? Leafs? Yeah. Uh, no. So I'm hosting Maple Leaf Square again, and then uh, part of the perk of the job is I get a reservation in Real Sports. So they couldn't. You guys want to join me in Real Sports? Give you can we tickets? come? As a perk. That's pretty tough, man. I would. I, <laughs> they, should have, they should at least have a box where it's like, okay, if you're a staff working at maybe. There's, Square, but whatever, do you know how many people work there? Yeah, well, a lot like, of people work like there. The VIP of the staff. <laughs> I, I am, I the am part-time not, guy we hired to do yeah. three nights for us. That's the, the literally guy. the hey. silver medal to Scott and Danielle. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, and and I I uh, will fully just concede. Not professional enough to handle the press box in this situation. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. What? No. Yeah. Why no. Not? No. Because no. you don't cheer in the press box. Because you don't cheer in the press box. So? I will cheer. <laughs> so that's why I yeah. can't do it. Sometimes you just want to be a fan, man. Fine. It's way better. Yeah. It's way, yeah. Sportsnet has told me a couple times, like, hey, man, we'll get you credentials. It's not a. It's weird. Like, I'm not Chris Johnson, right? Um, it's not the way I like to watch Leaf games. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's fair. You still get to be part of it. No, you don't. You get to see it. You get to witness. You get to see. You get look to at stand all the fun witness. those people are having. <laughs> you get to sit at your laptop witness. <laughs> yeah. <a> witness. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what's you know what's cool? Just sitting there with your laptop open as everyone races to tweet the thing as fast yeah. as possible. Like... With all due respect to Kevin McGran, I love you, buddy, but <laughs> I, I would rather be sitting next to like someone in a jersey. Yeah, you know that's fair. Chris mm-hmm. Johnson, it's all what you want out of life, man. Guys. Uh, here's yeah. okay. So, Steve, I, I know here, I, I have a question. I have a question. I have a question after. Okay. We have not touched um, another series. That's okay. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> I want to talk three hours. About uh, well, the we got to bring on. Uh, we, we haven't even bring, talked about the captain. We have to bring on Dark Guy. Uh, because guy. we are 15 minutes over when we should have called him. But that's I okay. I just looked up and went. Um. So here's here's my quandary. I'm sitting on the couch last night, and Caprice uh, is on her phone. She's she's obsessed with this app called Buns. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but basically you just trade stuff. I know Buns. the creator. Do you know the creator? Yes. She, she is. well, your the creator is a genius. Mm-hmm. 
that's all Caprice does is meets people and trades stuff. She's cool as shit. Uh, that's amazing. Good for her. She must be doing great. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I I think Caprice would like to meet her. Maybe they, we should put them in touch. Uh, but the um, Caprice is like, I'm surprised you didn't go. Because I could have gone. I could have bought a ticket. And she she said, I'm, I'm really surprised you're not there. And I said, oh. <laughs> and, and she said, I think you should go on Wednesday. Like, I think, I think you should go. Like, she said, I think you should spend the money and go. You should just go. Like, well, listen, it's a lot of money. For her to say that, that's a big deal, right? Because it's a lot of money. It's 250 300 bucks. Uh, on that note, uh, I've, I've never told Mrs. Dangle the price of the wedding ring and engagement ring. Mm-hmm. And I never will. And I made a vow. I'm like, I will not look at the price of these tickets. I don't want to know. I'm not interested. <laughs> don't look at gift horse in the mouth. No. Nope. Nope. No. And so, I, I had the ticket still in my pocket this morning, and I realized. And I pulled it out, and I put it on the table without even looking at it. <laughs> and hopefully she's thrown them out so by here's the time my, I get home. I don't, I don't want to see it. Question. Do I come to, you, come to Real Sports with you guys on oh, Wednesday and coming? buy tickets potentially? How many seats do you got? That's a great question. I'll, I'll ask. Are we allowed, we're allowed to come, right? I assume so. Okay. Is I'll it ask. catered? Probably. I'll pay know. for your meal. Whatever. I'll pay for my meal. I'll pay for my own <laughs> damn meal. Like, I just can't put a price it. on time. What? <laughs> <laughs> can't put a price on time. Is it Hot Wheels Wild? Is, is it a free is meal? Wild, my sugar dad. <laughs> threw forty dollars at Adam. <laughs> we ordered some wings. Here's the thing: if I buy a ticket. Getting down to the Leaf game on time would be very hard on a Wednesday night for me. I'm off work at about 7 o'clock. And you don't want to miss a second. You don't want to miss a second. However, there is a chance they could play Sunday. In this damn series, it's uh, it's freaking, there's going to be a goal in the first two minutes. There's a chance they could play Sunday. Uh, Yeah, because... It's going to be a one-day, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday week. Um, You can totally get there on time. You think so? If you voice track your last break, say you do your voice track at six, for the 6.40 break, mm-hmm. and then you leave here at 6.30, oh. game's not starting until 7.15 with national anthems. You got 45 minutes to get to the ACC. So do I, do I hang out with you guys at Real Sports, or do I go experience some damn Maple Leafs playoff hockey? Because either way, mm-hmm. they are coming back to Toronto. If, if Toronto loses one game, they're coming back to Toronto one more time, and it'll but be on a weekend. You, or you I buy a t- and five? Or I buy a ticket for the second round. Oh yeah, so you'll have you'll have both options. See, that's the thing. So do I? So you you can hold off. You don't need. So, to so do that. I hold off? I yeah. hold off on Wednesday, right? Yeah. Hold off on Game Four. I selfishly want you to hang out with me, so I can't answer that <laughs> objectively. <laughs> oh, Steve's thinking of Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Because of the worst friends. And it's the like worst the nicest friends. thing you could have thought, friend. right? But of course we make oh, it we God. make it a terrible thing. But yeah. it's the nicest thing you could have thought. <laughs> I want to hang out with my friends. Oh, are oh. you so selfish? <laughs> I've I've been asked like similar things. And over the past year I've learned to just be like my answer is obviously this because of this. <laughs> For selfish reasons, straight up. Make this decision yourself. Right. Do not, you're looking at the wrong person for advice. <laughs> okay. So Real Sports Wednesday. Friday's if, in if Washington. If that is what you choose to do, Adam. Friday, they clinch in Washington. If, if I'm even allowed to bring you guys. <laughs> oh, you might oh, want to check that. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Friday, they hopefully clinch in Washington. 
how unbelievable would that, that would be? be amazing and then and then we're looking at you know game game one of the next or game three I guess of the next series because now. I don't know if they're going to have home ice advantage no, no the, uh, throughout Never. the playoffs they are guaranteed to be the road team yeah you don't reseed oh there you go um, now let's all chill let's all chill a sec because like they're up two one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and no, listen, I know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, listen, yeah, can yeah. I be pie in this guy for a minute? <laughs> totally. Well, yeah. and I don't want Leafs fans to get too far ahead of themselves. No, and I've seen some. However, the reason this is so fun, or part of the reason this is so fun, they went into this playing with house money. Mm-hmm. They won more. Mm-hmm. They won on top of the house money. It's awesome. It's like you've already won a million dollars, and somebody gave you a million more to play with. They go, yeah, I'm, I'm rich anyway. But now I, I want a million dollars playing scratch tickets. Yeah. And now I'm, <laughs> and now I'm and, up to 1.3. And the scratch ticket was a birthday present. Yeah. You didn't even pay for that scratch yeah. ticket. True. Now, I want to shout out the Caps fans. First off, I want to They've say great, eh? to all Caps fans, yeah. you have been polite. Yep. You have been reasoned. Yep. Uh, I, I have to say, Justin Fisher was tweeting some very funny, not STP fans, uh, uh, ca- tweets at the Capitals last night, which were trade Holpe and trade Ovechkin for guy. Trade Ovechkin was my favorite. One. Trade Ovechkin for for guys who will actually go get the puck rather than wait for it. Oh. Great, and then Holpe never came up big in the playoffs. One of the best <laughs> percent- save percentages in the playoffs ever. Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> I I think it's hilarious, but I want to say to the Caps fans, we know you might see some belligerently fans who do not because they exist. We're sorry. However, mm-hmm. we know. This sucker ain't over. And the Leafs know this is not over. And the Caps know this is not over. But we would like to thank you for being so polite. We understand the frustration. We've been there. We've been frustrated too. But I believe, I checked the scores before we came. The score of game four right now is currently 0-0. The score of game five, currently 0-0. And those are the next two guaranteed games. Did you check that? I checked that beforehand. Are we sure? Game four is currently 0-0. I, I don't know. I don't believe it can change until tomorrow night. Are 70%, 10 to 70% of game four zeros? I believe they are to start. Okay. I, I'd have to verify that stat. Okay. Steve, what are you looking up? I am trying to look up a stat. Can't seem to find it. Shoot. I think Nazem Kadri was part of a series. I think we talked about this last show. He was part of a series back when he was in the OHL. I think this is when the Knights loaded up and they went out and they got John Tavares. Mm-hmm. And Michael Del Zotto, and they already had Nazem Kadri. Kadri was like relegated to like second line center <laughs> behind t- Tavares in the OHL. Um, but they were no match for the ridiculously also stacked Windsor Spitfires. That game, uh, sorry, that series, Spits one and five. Oh, so they blew out the Spits, right? Or sorry, they blew out the Knights, right? Every single game went to overtime. It's it, an OHL record, never happened could before. Easily have been three nothing Capitals. Easily, yep. very nothing Leafs. They were up two nothing in the first game. Uh, agreed, but yep. but let's let's call it what it is here. An even series, three overtime games, and again, like let's say Washington somehow, not even somehow, wouldn't be that crazy. They're only down one game. Let's say they come back and win this series. The Leafs have gotten have already in three games gotten every little bit of experience that I've wanted them to get. In these playoffs, I would like to see how they are later in a series. You do need that, but like, I mean, just scratch it off. Playing with the lead, playing behind, penalty killing, power play, overtime, double overtime, needing a big save, overcoming the goalie, just battling off bigger guys, coming up with a big, uh, gritty shift. Like, 
that Kadri Komarov and then Kadri again Big shift. shift that that was the roughest shift of the season. Where did that come from? It's Kadri's still so, such a funny player in this league. Like, what is he? What is he exactly? Well, the, do you know what? The, do you want to know what the topic the topic on Buffalo Sports Radio was this morning? I would love to know. Why can't Tyler Ennis score thirty goals like Nazem Kadri? <laughs> What a great comparable. Thanks, Buffalo. <laughs> but why, why does everyone always talk about the Leafs? Buffalo's talking about the Leafs. You know, know. By the way, I also saw a tweet at Mark Masters. Somebody from Edmonton uh, was uh, like, why don't you go dust their balls? And, <laughs> and I was like, I'm like okay. <laughs> and, and, and this guy, I guess, yeah. people were like, <laughs> people... <laughs> <laughs> People said to him, like, dude, why do you follow him? He's a Leafs beat reporter. And he's like, I don't follow him. He was just retweeted into my timeline. Right. And I, I was I had to explain to him. I'm like, listen, man, it's I had to jump in. I felt like no. Why did, why I'm did defending you Mark Masters. Adam, why I said did you a, jump into a random Twitter conversation? Because because I was bored. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. But anyway, I had to explain to him what a Leafs beat reporter was. And I said what they have you, them in Edmonton, they're just called McDavid Stalkers. What are you dust his like so dumb. Like you dust the team's balls. I, I just had him like with a makeup brush trying to. Yeah, oh no, dust no, balls. no one in Edmonton carries water for the Oilers. No, no one. No. It's just silly. They're all very objective. Oh, every yeah. now and then they're like, let's cool it with the McDavid. Talk. And Mark Masters like, is pretty even. Like he's just he just gives reporter. He's a good reporter. Yeah, him, Chris Johnson, Kristen Chilton, Dave Alter. Yeah, they're all great. James Myrtle, James all Myrtle. I just think it's just. I just thought it was hilarious. You go after a Leafs beat reporter for being a Leafs beat reporter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's like, amazing. It, again, it's just. It's one of those things that's so obviously ridiculous. I would just like ignore that. Although I know I might have to give him props for the. Why don't you go dust their balls? <laughs> I've never. Oh, heard you! That. And he had a mis- he, The great thing was his Twitter account. Zach Cassian played like Eric Lindros. Why don't you stop dusting his balls? <laughs> <laughs> the, the hilarious part about his Twitter profile was the the Oilers logo was like so filtered that it wasn't even the Oilers colors anymore. Oh, it was just like a bad Oilers color. Like it just like it was like oh man, everything's wrong about this man. <laughs> Bobby Cappuccino retweeted this guy. He was I think it was an angry Caps fan, and he read his profile and it was something like "Go Caps, free Charles Manson." <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a, fucked. That is an interesting. <laughs> <Twitter> free. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that is an interesting combo. <laughs> That's not a and stance le- I thought people took. Leave it to Bobby to find that guy too. He's the guy. hundred uh, percent. He's the guy. Um, all right, let's call. Uh, let's call our boy Dark, Dark Guy. guy. <laughs> if, he's, oh. if he's still around, hopefully he's not at work here. Oh my god. <laughs> Balls. Oh no. What? Oh. What? We're still on the air here. What? What did you find? It's completely irrelevant. Oh, can yeah. I see? So this I'm the- uncomfortable <laughs> saying that. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah? Oh yeah. dear. Oh dear. Hello. Hello, is this the infamous and now totally famous dark guy? <laughs> Absolutely it is. Hi Jason. It's Steve and Adam and Jesse from the Hello. Steve Dangle podcast. How are you, buddy? Oh, fantastic, guys, and yourself? We're okay, man. Yeah, it's been an, it's been an okay twenty four hours. How about you? Uh, it's been a crazy 24 hours, but I'm loving every second of it. You you sound like you had, you might have blown out your vocal cords last night. Uh, came very close anyway. 
<laughs> now, I want your take on this, man. Uh, well, okay, sorry. First of all, can you once and for all pronounce your name for everybody? It's Jason Maslico. Okay. Jason Maslico. So dark guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, when the Leafs were down 2 nothing, the camera immediately goes to you. I think you turned the tide of that game, man. I'm serious. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? As, as amazing of a suggestion as that is, uh, I'm, I'm thinking uh, Nazem Kadri and Leo Komarov's uh, couple monster hits there is what turned the tide, but uh, I'll, I'll take the credit if you want to give it. Well, who got them going, my friend? Who got them going? <laughs> um, Jason, I, you know, I, I, let's talk about the beginning, how this all started, because you you were, Jesse and I actually talked about doing this. Like I, I said to him before the weekend last weekend, why didn't we drive down? It's a long yeah. weekend. Why didn't we drive down to Washington and go see the game? We should have done that. Why didn't we do that? And you did it. So what was the, how did you decide that you were going to do that? And then we got we to talk about how this whole journey started for you. Well, you know, I, I started looking to see if there was tickets available, and uh, I realized that uh, if we wanted to go down, uh, there were still uh, tickets at a fair price. So I hopped on Google, saw exactly how far of a drive it was going to be, and said, you know what, nine hours is nothing. I, I can do that nonstop. Let's, let's go. So I had put a thing up on Facebook if uh, any of my friends were interested in possibly a road trip. And uh, a couple guys jumped on board right away. And that's so Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Nine hours, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such so typical for of this country. Leafs, to, for the Leafs in the playoffs, it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, Amen. Uh, Jason, when Amen. you you decide to go to this game, but you're not just going to the game. Like, Jesse and I, if we had gone, we'd have just gone to the game, worn our jerseys, gone, woo, and then left. You <laughs> go to the game with your enormous beard, and you shave your head, and it's got a, you shave it into a Stanley Cup, and you paint your face. And let's, go Leafs. Let's start with the let's start with the Stanley Cup. Who did the hair job? Um, his name is uh, is Aaron Dorian. He's got a, a shop called Precision Hairstyles. Uh, hair, hair it was precise. In, uh, Waterloo. Okay, very precise haircut. It was awesome. Is that where you're from, Waterloo? Uh, born and raised in Sudbury, living in Waterloo now. Amazing. Oh, okay. All right, and then who did the face painting? So the the first the first game uh, in Washington, I had uh, cut out a template of the Maple Leaf and had my friend trace it, and then I had uh, just filled it all in afterwards. Wow, that's a veteran move. uh, uh, Mr. Dorian there uh, was kind enough to uh, open up his shop that was already that was closed for the day and uh, touch up my hair. He uh, darkened up the dye on on the Go Leafs Go and uh, and did the makeup for me. So. uh, so I didn't have to worry about it when I got down to Toronto. Now, you know what it is to be a long-suffering Leaf fan. Yes. How cool is it to be not only a Leaf fan, but right now, the Leaf fan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can't, honestly, I've been asked that question a lot, and I, I can't even put it into words to describe it for anybody, what, what this has been like for me. Uh, to, to have this kind of closeness to the to the fan base and, and to the organization, uh, it's just mind blowing. Did Derringer end up getting you uh, those game four tickets? Yeah, I'll be meeting Derringer tomorrow. Uh, uh, I, was, I have to call him a little bit later. There's a possibility I might hop on his show tomorrow morning. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to uh, be meeting him before the game, and uh, we're going together. Will you please say hi to John for me? He is 
one of the nicest people I have ever. Oh, look at you ever. guys! Just both of you on a first name basis with John Derringer. Well, I, oh, I, I'm I, gonna call up John. Grew up listening to Derringer. Listen to him all high school. I loved. I I love their oh, show. Yeah. But John uh, John was gracious enough to like buy me a coffee and we hung out and and what a great guy. So you're gonna have a fun time. Uh, you know what? I, I, I've I've obviously I've never met him before now, but uh, he's got to be he's got to be something fantastic to go out of his way uh, to want to take me to the game. Uh, you know, just because I painted my face blue and uh, and <laughs> drove down to Washington. So, so uh, when, this is gonna, this is going to be awesome. When the Maple Leafs like, how did the Maple Leafs get in touch with you? Was it over Twitter? Like, how did they find you? Lou Lamorello grabs a phone and just goes, "Get me Dart guy." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a representative uh, from the Maple Leafs Twitter account had, had contacted, uh, tracked my Twitter track account down, and just uh, sent me a message saying, uh, "What are you What are you doing Monday night?" And I said, "Well, hopefully going to a Leafs game." <laughs> <laughs> Very well. That took me a minute to go. Wait a second. That's a wow. veteran free stuff well, move. Wow, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. That was very good, Jason. You, um, you, you've experienced the energy, and now you've experienced what it's like to be at the Air Canada Center when an overtime goal goes in. Can we dispel the myth finally that there's no atmosphere there? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I've been to a lot of Leaf games, uh, regular season games in in uh, in Toronto, and uh, last night, last night. Uh, Changed my opinion on on a lot of a lot of the crowds. Uh, they they blew the roof off the place there last night. So uh, I I for one was uh, very impressed and and happy to see it. Do you do you have any idea how many interviews you've done? Because yesterday at Maple Leaf Square, we wanted to get you on stage, but it was it was everything we could do to tear you away from all the cameras. <laughs> do you have any idea how many interviews you've done? Uh, if if I had to take a, a frugal estimate, I'd, I'd say about thirty or so. 40. Wow, I believe uh, it. Well, because I, I was tweeting about about you, uh, Jason. And it was funny. I'm tweeting about Jason, and I throw out this tweet. I'm like, "By the way, I would love to have him on." And oh, all yeah. of a sudden, I get a retweet from Jason going, "It would be an honor." And it's like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> That's amazing. But, like he, to give you guys uh, an idea, like a behind the scenes thing. I, and I don't know if you heard this part, Jason. You might have. Um, but when we were backstage there, Wendell was the one going, "I got to get a picture with this guy." <laughs> he wanted a picture with you. Did you hear him say that? No, I, I didn't hear him say that, but the, the funny thing was uh, Wendell and I had actually met uh, uh, last March. Um, there was a, a, a pro-am uh, charity hockey tournament, tournament for Alzheimer's, and uh, I was uh, involved with that. And uh, during one of the promotional luncheons, uh, Wendell was there uh, with Darcy Tucker, Mike Krushelnitsky, Mark Napier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a chance to uh, spend a good five, ten minutes with Wendell, uh, with Wendell then. I actually got some pictures from that day uh, on my Twitter account and uh, on my Facebook. Wendell's such a nice guy. Like, oh, he was he he was fantastic. But to know that he wanted he wanted to seek me out for the picture is absolutely crazy. Because uh, like most Leaf fans growing up that are uh, in my age frame, uh, Wendell's the man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he got a great reception on stage yesterday. Gary Lehman, Daryl Sittler too. But Dart guy, like, <laughs> dude, you're a force of nature. They they, they went nuts for you. Uh, oh. Jason, also, I want to talk about a special moment that happened last night. 
Okay. There was a couple in their, I would say, mid-40s who approached you. Uh, yeah. Who, uh, one of them uh, has jet black hair and bears a startling resemblance to her son, who happens to be Austin Matthews. Oh, my yes. God. So you met and took a picture with Austin Matthews' parents. Yes. What was that like? And they came up to you. Yes, they they came up to me, and uh, uh, I was uh, uh, again at a loss for words. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't immediately uh, recognize them, uh, and I felt bad for that. But I, I mean, I had I had met so many people yesterday; my mind was just spinning. But uh, yeah, Austin's father uh, leans over and he said, uh, "Number thirty four is my my son." Number thirty four. I took a step back and I looked at him and I said, Oh my God. And I gave him a big hug and told him uh, what a good job they, they, they did uh, raising a God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. So yeah. I'm on Matthew's Twitter right now. I'm looking through his likes. His last four likes are all about you. Um, <laughs> we should screen grab that and send that to him. You should keep that. Are you, t- are you telling me Austin Matthews Twitter account is liking my posts? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and anything about you. His most recent one is you You tweeted a picture of uh, you with his parents. Then there's one from uh, Danny Allstar 15, the name of a more iconic duo. It's you and someone named Sydney Essiezon. I'm not sure I've ever heard of her. And then it's another one of her and you. And then... <laughs> Another one. <laughs> it's the front is a cigarette, a lit cigarette with Toronto on top of it, and on the back, on the nameplate, it says "Dart Guy," and the number is sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Matthew's like that, that. Is amazing. That's amazing, right there. Yeah, there's a video Steve was showing us before the show even started, Jason. Of, uh, <laughs> you know how they raise the banners at the beginning of the season? Yes. yes. Have you seen this where they where they put you on the banner? <laughs> I, I caught that this morning and I was dying laughing. Oh, so where do you go from here? So you go to Game Four and you, and you're kind of you are uh, for all intents and purposes you're our representative, man. We like we voted you into into hockey fandom parliament. Yep. Are you going to turn this into uh, any sort of like? Is there business opportunities that have come your way? Are you going to be doing a Honda commercial sometime? <laughs> like, what's the deal? Where, where do we go from here? Well, you know what? Uh, I would take any opportunity that was that was put my way. I mean, uh, uh, this is kind of, this has been such a, a great experience for me that uh, uh, I, I would definitely wouldn't turn anything down. I, I have had a couple messages. Uh, one from a beard company about uh, promoting their products. Amazing. Yeah, you should. Uh, I had another one from an amateur wrestling uh, company out of Barrie, Ontario, that was interested in doing me uh, me doing some uh, guest appearances at their next couple events. <laughs> oh, that's so cool! Come on, really? That's amazing. Yeah. So, do you think yeah. you'll do them? Uh, well, I'm going to discuss a little bit further with them and see what they had in mind. Uh, uh, so, uh, and we'll see what it, where it goes, but. Uh, like I said, uh, I, I, I'm not in a. I don't. I don't really want to turn anything down uh, from anyone. Uh, this, this, uh, this has been all so great for me. Uh, if I can help somebody else out along the way with a business or, or whatever the case may be, uh, I, I'm going to do that. Jason, I got to be honest. I'm going to be just blunt with you here. Okay, so you, you, you've you've taken this mantle. This happened completely by accident. 
and by the way, every everybody that follows me now now has changed their picture to your face. So every time I tweet something and all the likes are just your face. I'm going through my Twitter right now. I can't go more than five or ten posts without seeing your face. Um, yeah. But the best part about this for me is that not only are you taking this and enjoying this, but you are a kind and gracious and fun guy. You're not a douchebag. And it's such a relief to know you're not a douchebag, man. I really appreciate that because a couple people, a couple people on the internet, uh, actually did call me a douchebag. So what? <laughs> I that's appreciate just, you saying that. Well, that's the internet. I get called yeah. that every day, man. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a rite of passage, really. Yeah, really. You're not doing anything right until someone's calling you a douchebag. You're yeah. not doing anything at all. This man got on television, looked every eight-year-old in Canada straight in the eye, and said, "Smoke." <laughs> <laughs> there was that. Yeah, there was that blog yesterday and I was like oh my oh, god that's ridiculous. oh my oh let's let's pretend nobody smokes okay yeah. now, um go ahead Steve well, uh, why um why did you have a dart in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was a tie game I was stressing out there so it it, it was just kind of like uh it was like my comfort blanket to get me through to the uh, to, to the intermission or the end of the game so right. I could get out and light one. Is there a place to oh, smoke in okay. Washington? Because I don't think you can do it at the ACC, can you? Is there uh, a place to smoke? You got to go outside. No, you got to go outside. And you oh, can't, you can't leave? Get back in? Yeah. In the ACC, at least. Why don't we ask the, why don't yeah. we ask the guy Can you smoke? So you went through the whole game yesterday without smoking? No, no. The ACC, you can, you can uh, there's in-out privileges. Uh, oh. Ro- Rogers Center doesn't allow it. Oh, uh, oh. Come back in, but the ACC does. Okay. Actually, this is the craziest thing. So I don't know. I don't know what needs to be wrong with you that you would leave the uh, yesterday's game. But someone left during the third period. There were people waiting outside, just watching the games on the TV. Yeah. And they were like, "Hey, are, are you going to use that ticket?" They go, "No. Here, knock yourself <gasps> out." They get wow. into the game for free. Amazing. For the, for the third best period part. in the OT winner. Who's leaving wow. at that point? Right. See, that, that, that's crazy. Uh, and. and you know, those, those, that's I would never, never be. I can never understand that. I mean, whether you got the tickets for free or you paid for them, I mean, what are you doing leaving? It's a playoffs. Like <laughs> you would, ha- yeah. you would have to hear like like someone is either dying or about to be born. Like there would need to be some kind of life happening yes. there. Uh, well, you know what? Di- dying, I might leave. Uh, <laughs> if, 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 if my firstborn was coming, I'm not leaving that game. <laughs> La- you're going to be in labor a while. Yeah, it's going to be a bit. You're good. It's going to be a bit. So. You're good. How about I watch this win and then I come see you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, Jason, honestly, man, I hope you enjoy the hell out of this. And I hope it's a long and amazing playoff. And and thanks for being for making time for our show because I know that everybody has been down your neck about coming on. And and thanks for being such a great guy. Uh you know what? No, thank you guys for giving me the time and the and the kind words. And actually, uh Adam, I've i am under the impression that you're a Dunville boy. A Dunzo boy? Or you know some people from Dunville? Some Dunville. People know me. I might we have some mutual friends. Dunville from Dunville. I I, I do know we have mutual friends. My fiance's yeah. from Bowmanville. Uh, okay, there you go. But yeah, yeah, I think we do. There were some people that messaged me that know you, and I'm from yeah. Scarborough originally. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe, hopefully, we run into each other just socially one of these days. Oh, I I would thoroughly enjoy that. Uh, you know how to get a hold of me now, so uh, we can make that happen. You know what? Maybe we should do uh, we should do a little podcast get together night for one of the playoff games, 
And uh, if you're if if there's like you know an away game uh, and you're not going to maybe you know <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe if we get through the second round or something like that we all meet we agree to meet up at some bar well, somewhere and uh, we all hang out and we owe you a beer anyway. First of all, he's going to be going to every <laughs> well, game. That, that's- that that sounds good to me. I'd be uh, totally game for that. He, he, someone is going to give him two tickets to every game. One one for him, and one for someone to sit next to him and feed him grapes. <laughs> this guy is royalty. <laughs> royalty. And James Myrtle says hi. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, James. James was one of the first articles uh, articles out about this uh, after the Washington Post ran with it. So uh, uh, I really appreciate what he what he did to help this movement too. Well, J- Jason, we're going to be in touch, and and thanks so much for making time for us today, buddy. No, thank you, guys. It was uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Go Leafs, go, bud. Woo! Go Leafs, go. Later, man. Right on. Dark guy. What a wicked dude. <laughs> I, that guy. went way better than I could have even hoped, because he's such a nice oh, he's guy. he's so nice. He's so nice. Come on. He's Steve, Steve so- and I talked about it quickly this morning, because you met him yesterday. Yeah. But... You didn't tell me that he was that nice, right? Like it, it like it didn't come up. It, I, I, it was very brief that I even got to talk to him because, like, we were delayed a little bit going on stage because CBC, CP24, Sportsnet, a uh, bunch of radio stations, everyone wanted a piece of this freaking guy. We couldn't tear him away. We couldn't tear him away. We're like Daryl Sittler standing right there. To put him up in front of 15,000 people. John Tory walked by the stage dressed as Abraham Lincoln. The mayor of the city, no one gave a shit. Because <laughs> Dark Guy was right there. I think he might have even gone, Dark Guy. I'm <laughs> serious. Why like, was Tory dressed up as Abraham Lincoln? Like, no what was fucking that? clue. Yeah, I, I didn't couldn't know fig- what he was referencing. And like someone else there was dressed as Elvis. There was another guy as Trump. There was. Trump makes sense because that's just kind of a character. I mean, it's cultural, now, right? right? It's a cultural well, thing. Lincoln. The Lincoln, okay, Lincoln might be some kind of a Washington gag. Trump might uh, be some kind of a Washington uh, gag. Elvis? Well, you can pretty much find an Elvis anywhere, right? It's like Ryder fans. There's yeah. Elvis fans everywhere. <laughs> a Ryder's fan dressed as Elvis. Um, That's all you need. We should talk about the other series. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Okay, did you see the... You, I, I'm assuming you saw the highlights, right? No. You haven't seen I the highlights? I went straight to bed last night. Are, are you serious? Exhausted. Okay, so yeah. I watched... After the Leaf overtime game, they went right to Ottawa-Boston. Did you see it, Jess? Mm-hmm. I saw the Preds winner, actually. Okay, That's so we'll I get saw. to the Preds in a sec. Okay, so here's... Let me set this up and on. Bobby Ryan. How would you say Bobby Ryan's season went? Oh, very poorly. Very poorly. Very poorly. Bobby Ryan, I think, is the Phil Kessel slash Larry Murphy of Ottawa right now. Like, he's he's he is the whipping boy, right? Right. And here's where it gets worse, because Ottawa's up. They're up, like, I think it was 3-1 or 3-0. And they, the, the Boston sort of is coming back, and David Backus is coming in across the blue line with Bobby Ryan, but he loses the puck. And Bobby Ryan is... Back playing defense, and that's not Bobby Ryan's strength. We know that. Misfires on a pass. David Backus collects this misfired pass, like attacks him immediately. Bobby Ryan then blows a tire, then loses a glove, uh, then loses no. a stick. Both gloves. Both gloves. And stick. How? <laughs> and falls it's, on his face. It is the craziest <laughs> fall I've ever seen. How? And, and then David Backus literally with about two feet clearance. Boom! Right in past Craig Anderson, and then that kind of that that triggers the the comeback. The Bruins tie it. Craig Anderson has huge saves in the in the third period, and here's here's where it gets great. Ready? Because Riley Nash takes an elbow from Bobby Ryan in overtime. Well, they're fighting rude. against the they're fighting against the boards, and rude. Riley Nash takes a takes an elbow. So what does Riley Nash do? What would be the smart thing to do in this situation? You get a, you get an elbow from a player on another team. What do you do? You just you take it and accept the power play. Right. 
except Riley Nash didn't do that. What did he do? He punched Bobby Ryan in the face, glove on. What are you doing? And guess who didn't get a penalty? Bobby Bob Ryan. (gasps) I did see this clip. Pierre Maguire blew a gasket. Because I saw, I did see that clip. That is absolutely, unequivocally the wrong call. Horrible. Horrible. But sometimes they don't see the initial. Sometimes they see the retaliation. Mm -hmm. Which is why you don't retaliate. Which is why you do not retaliate, and you know this, and it's overtime. It's unfortunate that that led to the game-winning goal. It is. It's very unfortunate. For Bobby Ryan, though, it was great. I'm just showing Steve Bobby Ryan blowing a tire. Oh, I got to see this 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 comedy. How do you lose both gloves? Is it coming up right here? That's the play right here. He's got the butt. Oh, oh, uh. How did he do that? <laughs> it's almost it's Toronto Maple Leaf esque. <laughs> that is that is. I've never seen panic like that. Yeah. <laughs> here, it's gonna slow down here. Oh my god. He needs to use some of that Tom Wilson stuff. Get his Here we go. It's 3 1 Boston. Oh, oh, oh buddy. Oh, what are you doing? Now, now here's, here's where it gets fun because <laughs> that's one of those plays where it's, I guaranteed someone still went freaking FNF. <laughs> yeah. What a pylon. I was like, got turnstiles. Hang, hang on. Sorry. Hang on. Okay, let's sorry, let's sure, get to sure, Let me sure, just quickly sure, sure. say this. Sorry. Riley Nash punches Bobby Ryan in the face. Bobby Ryan and the Senators go on uh, power play. Who scores the game winning goal? Tell me it was Bobby Ryan. Bobby Ryan. Gloves on? Gloves on. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't whiff on this one. Sorry, wow. what were you going to say at the Jays game? I just wanted to say congratulations, Bobby Ryan. Oh, um, it was uh, <laughs> Kendris Morales hits into an uh, uh, inning-ending double play. Yep. And the guy in front of me goes, freaking Jose. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what a Toronto were sports fan. Were you an 11-4 game? I was. Okay. Uh, I, was. I left yeah. when it was seven. Uh, when our twenty oh. game winner went down. Yeah. Although apparently he's okay. Um, and <laughs> well, well. This, this pitcher comes up. I forget his name, and it's his first MLB game. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Let's stay. <laughs> okay, let's leave. <laughs> you should probably check out. By the way, from the Ottawa game. First off, the Carlson pass to Hoffman. Yeah, I got to watch. Which is the oh! Steve. This oh, is the most bananas pass you've ever seen. I saw I saw a slow motion clip of that on Twitter where they showed that not only was it like just perfect tape to tape from like 150 feet away, the puck in the air stayed flat the wow. entire time. Such a Carlson thing. He just like the last airbender just whoosh. So last Unbelievable. thing. Say, uh, game's over. Game's over. Ottawa. Oh, Ottawa's going to the dressing room. Mm-hmm. And apparently I saw more than I thought. In, yeah, really, yeah, you've seen this all. In freaking Boston of all places, they don't have those covers to cover oh. the players. So Boston fans what are, are you nuts? Boston fans are throwing garbage. Of course. And by the way, any fan group can do this, but Boston's a cantankerous bunch, okay? Yeah. yeah and in yeah. Boston, like in any city, you should have the cover on the players like they do everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't. And one of the fans decides to grab a player's stick, and I believe it was Bobby Ryan's. Uh, Carlson's was not. Well, no, because Carlson, oh, yeah, yeah. Carlson, was behind, Carlson was behind Bobby Ryan. Bobby Ryan's trying to pull this stick down, and Carlson <laughs> smacks the guy on the hand with his stick. Yeah, I hope he, he doesn't get and, for that. Well, no, he didn't. The, the, the in-arena crew removed, forcibly removed the guy, even yeah. though the game was over. No, like, I mean, I hope the league doesn't find him They or won't. Something. Like, what are you doing? They won't. They he's, won't. He's just trying to get a stick. Maybe give him, like, a couple $5,000 fine. No. no. Well, I, I haven't. 
seen the video yet. I just mm-hmm. saw the still, and I was just like, oh, fucking Boston. I just thought, <laughs> I just thought, okay, so you're mad your team lost. I'm going to grab his stick. <laughs> Man, imagine how <laughs> blind mad you got to be. Now, now like, I'm not just, just pointing out Boston. This could happen anywhere. Yeah. It really could. Totally. But it's hilarious that it happened in Boston. <laughs> but, okay, if I were to be like, what right, city? Yeah, so this happened. You have five guesses. <laughs> One of your five probably be Boston. Boston, Philly. Boston, or Philly. Philly, Boston. Might go Toronto. Buffalo. Might Toronto. Buffalo? Buffalo? A Buffalo. You know, it's been so long since Buffalo was good, I don't remember. I don't know if they're fans. Now, Buffalo, Pennsylvanians, yeah. New York, upstate it, New Yorkers, be, they're pretty nice normally. Philly, Boston. Fiery, though. And then I'd, I'd say, say Buffalo. Buffalo or New York. I think yeah, you get I some can, angry I can see. Fans. I can see Brooklyn. I can see Brooklyn if the Islanders were in it. Lots of empty seats. Just rush to the front. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? They're not. Oh, no. He doesn't even go here. In Brooklyn, yeah, you can't see them that. leave. Yeah. So oh. that would never happen. <laughs> That's funny, man. That is. I can't believe that happened. Hilarious. And uh, Blackhawks finally oh. score. Oh, we're not there yet. Not there yet. You all let. Sorry, Adam's driving the car. Let me let me drive. Let me drive this one. Seat who does this every now and then to make sure you're. Awake. I have no room in this car because it's Adam's car. <laughs> let me and drive this no one. No room in Adam's car. <laughs> That's right. Jesse's sitting in the back. Like, do you think there's something comical about the size of my automobile? I'm back problems <laughs> yeah. for the next forty years. Jesse's eating his knees. <laughs> That's so car. great. Steve, quit your bitching back there. And then Jesse sits in the back. Oh, this is terrible. Um, <laughs> even Berkshire was like, this car is small. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah. I forgot we drove him. Yeah. Calgary, four one, four one, and and it was they were up four one. And believe me, we know Calgary. We know. I, and I just the, want to say the Leafs got on that bandwagon before it was trendy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's trendy now. So Calgary goes up four to one, and Randy Carlisle's like, I'm going to put my boy Jonathan Bernier in there. <gasps> oh, he swapped out. He sure did. Mm-hmm. And so that, I got a text uh, from Jen Neal last night going, "What was the condition on that trade again?" <laughs> That's awesome. It's true. So Anaheim comes back, and it honestly, the four three goal. I have to be honest with you, looks like a high stick when you see oh, it. Oh yeah, it is definitely a high stick. Yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of controversy in that series, and I'm very behind on that series. I need to check it all out. It's a high stick. It sounds like Calgary should be doing better than a three nothing deficit. They deserve better. And then Shady Theodore uh, ties it, and then 90 seconds into overtime, who scores the OT goal for Anaheim? I'm I'm gonna go with someone not annoying. It was Jonathan Bernier. The Jonathan Bernier, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Leafs, Leafs, <laughs> former Leaf great. They, they lost the trade. Who do you think? Uh, Corey Perry. Corey Perry. Sorry, Ninety Corey seconds Perry. in, it's freaking. Oh. It's always Brad Marchand, and it's always Corey Perry. The one clip I did see of that game is I think Corey Perry's stick got lost in the Flames bench, and I think it was uh, Matthew Kachuk was just like he had his foot on it and <laughs> wouldn't let him get his stick. I like Matthew Kachuk. He's yeah. fun. It's it's just it's the king and it's the master and the apprentice. Yes, really. Yes. Uh, all right. And you said it. Chicago finally scored. Finally scored. Still up, lost. Up two nothing. They lose three two in overtime. I did see the game winner there. Um, one hundred and forty one minutes they went without scoring in the series. Pecorine is Pecorine again. Yeah. So what happened? <laughs> you know you know what's you know what's uh, extra embarrassing. So the the Leafs. What's the Leafs thing? Stand witness in this 100 thing. The Blackhawks um, slogan, their tagline, one goal. (laughs) So after game two, I saw this picture. It was one goal. And then Pecorino's face, nope. (laughs) One goal. Pecorino's face, nope. (laughs) 
That's brutal, man. Um, so Kevin Fiala was the guy they got to Crawford on his side. I, and I believe Kevin Fiala was like a 2014 draft pick. He's pretty young. Yeah, I gotta look him up. Uh, Steve Birch was really big on him. Left winger, five uh, ten. I think he played in the Swiss league and had over the moon numbers for someone his age in the Swiss league. Nope, wrong. Swedish. But even he, so, he is Swiss. Played in the Swedish league. Sorry. Close. Yeah. That's pretty good. The fact that you got yeah. that that you far. You knew that. <laughs> I'm I'm impressed. Um, Whatever. And for the people who gave me hell. As I said, it, when we were talking about our playoff brackets, about the Blues Wild series, they didn't play last night. No. It is the boring series, man. Unless you're, unless you got a horse in that fight, that's the boring series. It um, is. I mean, the most interesting thing to happen in that series is Bruce Boudreaux going, "Dad, damn it, we were good and we deserved it." Do you think like he's just going, "Fuck my life"? I, like, he must <laughs> be. I feel bad for him. I do. The Wilder. From what I've seen, anyway, just unbelievably outplaying the Blues. They're just and, cold and unlucky. And Jake fucking Allen. <laughs> Jake Allen <laughs> is giving the Wild <coughs> blue balls. Oh, wow. That No, I, I didn't know what he was going to no. do with that. What did you think? Do we do we like that? Or we, what's wrong with that? It was interesting. It was interesting. What, what, uh, it, was a, it was an angle I didn't think you were going. Yeah. So I'll give you creativity marks for sure. I just, you made... And, you made a right turn on a NASCAR track. It was a little odd. <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable. I took out a bunch of cars with me. <laughs> oh my God. It was just a little fan. strange. <laughs> so where we sit from today. Anaheim is up over Calgary 3-0. It's not looking great for... Uh, not looking great for Calgary right now. However, I still think they, they get a couple games in this series. I, th- I think they Calgary? can. Yeah, I think they can get a couple games. I mean, they should have already. Uh, I think they, they should have, especially in. Calgary. There is only one. There's only one series in the West that isn't looking like a sweep at this point. What that? Edmonton, San Jose, and Edmonton leading San Jose. Pretty cool. That I think. I think. Ha, you know what's funny? There's only two series I think I'm wrong on in my bracket. Toronto. <laughs> I have the Caps winning the cup. <laughs> I, I have I have Whoops. Toronto winning the cup. As you That's awesome. It's great. I also have Nashville uh, going to the finals. And I have uh, San Jose beating the Oilers. Those oh, are the only two I'm wrong. What on I picked. Right I, I gotta look back. I was in such stress that day to try to get it in time. I was I looking know. at Jesse. I'm like, I'm not even gonna be able to enter our own bracket challenge um, because of the awesome website. Great tweet from Leah Kessel. It's a stupid website. Great tweet from Leah Kessel. <laughs> Teams that had 10-plus game-winning streaks this season. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia Flyers uh-huh. did not make the playoffs. Calgary Flames losing 3 nothing. Minnesota Wild losing 3 nothing. The Columbus Blue Jackets losing 3 nothing. Moral, don't do it. Uh, yeah, well. And the Leafs were smart to avoid <laughs> winning 10 straight. Finish in 8, get into the playoffs, second last day of the season. Yeah. Maybe you'll lead a series. That's Can you right. say leadership? I can. Um, Columbus. Bad Bad captain. I, yeah. <laughs> I am really surprised that Columbus is down 3 nothing. Yeah. I'm Me too. really surprised. Poor Zach Rowinski out for the season now. That sucks. What a nut job. He returned to that game. With a full cage, too. Like, I'm not a doctor, but I looked at that. I'm like, his face is broken. <laughs> and, yeah. And then they confirmed that yeah. his face oh, is literally after broken. After the game. After he went back on the ice. <laughs> cool. 
Like the, the the doctor probably didn't even like do an X-ray or diagnose it. Like the second he walks in the room, oh, I, you're here to see me about your broken face. <laughs> How could you, that must hurt. Like think about all the oh. muscles in your face. Right. It's a long recovery, if I uh, remember correct. I, I think Derek Bugard broke Todd Fedorik's face, broke his fucking face, and I think it was an I want to say eight month recovery. I might be wrong there. Wow. Might be wrong there. Like, but how do you like? How does that heal? Like, if someone makes a joke, you probably don't want to laugh. No. Oh, everything sneezing, oh, eating, sneezing would be brutal. Sneezing um, hurts regularly. Yeah, like, coughing. Yeah. Imagine coughing. Like Cough, blowing your nose. You can't. You'd have to every like, time if you got sick. You would have to. <laughs> yeah, you would have to do the neti pot. Neti pot. You, you Which, would. By um, the way, is the weirdest thing to watch. I've never yeah. done that. But uh, I, who was it? I want to say. Ben Lovejoy? I can't remember. The Reverend. Yes. Um, it was one of the HBO 24-7s that had the penguins in it. And this guy, he blocked a shot with his face during the game. And then they're on the team plane after the game. And they're interviewing Crosby. And he's just talking, talking. And then he briefly looks off camera and he goes, oh, my God, Benny. And they just pan the camera over to his face. And it's just ballooned up because of the air pressure from flying. Whoa. And he's like... Is it bad? <laughs> it's real bad. It's that's a that's a really dangerous injury. There's a lot of stuff in your face you don't really know about. Um, Pittsburgh. Sinuses, well. I, I do want to quickly touch on Pittsburgh because, like Montreal, New York, kind of thought Montreal was going to win that one anyway. I did. Boston, too. Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be pretty evenly matched. It sort of has been. Caps, Leafs. We've talked about. Um, and by the way, we haven't said this, but Kasperi Kapanen scoring two goals was pretty amazing. Didn't even touch it. We, even <laughs> we touch, haven't even touched yeah, it. Yeah, because people were like, can you just do a podcast after after every game? I'm like, I wish we had time. <laughs> nah, uh, Penguins. Work. Penguins lead the series 3-0. How did this happen? Marc-Andre Fleury, for sure, uh, in the first game. And then uh, I think from there, if I read, I want to say Mike, Mike Darnay properly, the Penguins have just been dominating them. Um, the Blue Jackets With ran all out of injuries. I know they ran out of their magic, uh, but like I mean, it's funny. Like you keep looking at the Penguins and you go, "Oh, their defense and all this injuries." Like they're still one of the strongest teams in the league up front. Like if you can get to their D, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can get there, and I mean they're competent. Uh, Pittsburgh's done a really good job at developing spare parts. We've seen that up front, and it's clearly working behind them too. Like Connor Sheary, what's Connor Sheary make? I don't know. What's Brian Rust make? What's Jake Gensel make? Um, oh my God, how did they get him? Darnay, he's he's cranking him out of the ballpark in these playoffs too. He's writing a lot of good stuff. They they got him in some. It was some nothing pick in some nothing trade. Mm-hmm. Third round pick, Jake Gensel. Uh, Jesse just brought up their cap friendly. So I got to go down, down, down. Okay, Gensel is making seven hundred and thirty-four thousand dollars. <laughs> I'd still take Shiri that. Is I'd making still take that. Yeah, yeah. Six hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars in uh, in five hundred. I would also take that. That extra five hundred is a big deal, yeah, by the way. He's he's an RFA. I think he might get some money. Uh, Josh Archibald, who <laughs> I don't even recognize that name. Six hundred and fifty-nine thousand dollars. Tom Coonhockle, six hundred and twenty-five. Brian Russ, six hundred and forty. Scott Wilson, six hundred and twenty-five. Carter Rowney, six hundred and twelve. And Tom Sestito, uh, five hundred and seventy-five. Two guys in their defense. Cameron Gaunt, five seventy-five. I hate that Tom Sestito makes more than us. <laughs> There's something about that that just chafes me. Chad Roadwall. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Uh, 575. 
and Brian Dumoulin, eight hundred grand. Wow. J- Justin Schultz, one point four. That's not fair. Ron Hazy, one point four, just over. Mark Strait, who they also got at the trade deadline, one point seven. That is dumb. Um, that is the depth, same model friends. as the Blackhawks. You have your core guys. You pay them a, a shit ton, and then you just fill around the rest with just pieces. But that like, make, like that's something else. Like all those guys making not even less than a million, like less than eight hundred grand. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's value. Um, it's unbelievable. Here, I, I found. Uh, What'd you find? I found. A, maybe you can uh, insert this. Oh, Benny, and then they go over to his face. Okay, yeah, you have to get Jesse to insert this. Here, into the... Let me see. They're all wearing Christmas sweaters. Come on, pan the camera, damn it. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he's not having a good time. <laughs> it looks like he had like a twin at birth that remained in his face. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Dan Biles, my Penguins coach. Times have changed. Times have changed. Um, the Leafs have a very... A really good team. Oh, sorry. A very interesting stat. What was that? Okay, bye, Jesse. Oh, hold on. You want to hear this before you go to the bathroom. Before you go to the bathroom. No! The Leafs have two more wins in their series versus the Caps than the entire Thrashers Jets organization does in its history. Wow. I looked this up. Wow. You know that they've never won a playoff game. They made it once, if I remember correctly. Thrashers made it once, and, and they the got Jets swept, made it once. Uh, by the Rangers. That was when Sean Avery drove Elia Kovalchuk nuts. Isn't that crazy? That's unbelievable. That's not fair. I, feel bad I mean, no wonder it didn't make it in Atlanta. <laughs> like, if you don't well, have how a good many, how and many no, the Blue Jackets have, I think they only have two. Two total wins ever? I think, because they made the playoffs with Steve Mason. Yeah. I think they got swept by the Red Wings. Uh, they played the Penguins. Did that go six or seven? If it went seven, they'd have three. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Doesn't really matter. Is it, no one. If the Leafs end up losing the series, no one's going to be like, "Well, they did win a few games." <laughs> no, no but one I said think, that after 2013. I think it's BS that. Um, I mean, it, it just shows that it's why they're doing. I think that stat. It's not. I'm not trying to be a, a snotty Leaf fan. I'm obviously trying to get under your skin a little bit, Winnipeg. But um, that stat shows why the expansion rules are so aggressive this year. Because when you have a market like Atlanta, the way the conditions by which Nashville, Atlanta, Columbus, Minnesota, and Minnesota came in under were aggressively bad. Yeah, like they had access to nobody. They were basically on their own, and they the had benefit, no money. The benefit and no they got was sharing. high picks, high picks, but no revenue sharing back then. Oh, really? And high picks are what? What's that? That's that's two, three years down the road. Well, like I think what was it? Minnesota's best player was like Stacy Roost. Uh, they but they've managed to get Marion Gabrick very early. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Jesse, the, the other guys. Got. The stat that I, I dropped was that the Leafs have two more wins this playoff series than the Thrashers Jets organization has ever had. How how are we counting that? That's not fair. Do we bring over? The I, I think Atlanta it should stats? be. I think the Jets stats should. Well, the, the Jets, Jets, the Thrashers didn't win anything. The Coyotes should not have access that's, to the Jets stats. That's what I'm saying. Jets stats should be in Winnipeg. It's a, is it a Winnipeg team? It should be yeah. Winnipeg stats. Yeah. Stats do not belong to the organization. They belong to the city. Semantics to be. They're called. The, they're still called the fucking Winnipeg Jets. Like uh, whatever, whatever. So whatever. all that history is with the Coyotes. I think so. Okay. I think that's how they, they look at it. It belongs to the city. That means Shane Doe needs to come back to Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. get mad when they don't win either. <laughs> um, oh, I wasn't traded. <laughs> um, well, 
unfortunately, we don't have time. But there was this really great article, 37 Things All Girls in a Relationship Think But Never Admit To from Narcity. Oh. And I thought it would be a fun listicle to go through, but we're going to have to save that. Um, <laughs> I just thought, you know what? Can we save it for after the playoffs, man? <laughs> Dick around in the regular season. I wasn't actually going to get into that. I just I saved it. So let's do the press conference, shall we? The Presser. SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. Steve has to go. I'm going to go to sleep the second I get home. <laughs> but... Um, question. How do you feel about bandwagon fans who only became fans of the Leafs yesterday? I don't give a shit. Okay. I don't give a shit. Like, uh, it's just, whenever people uh, get on bandwagon fans, I don't think it's actual frustration with the fans. It's It's just them going, look at me. Mm. I am the most hardcore cheering person. Yeah. You are the least hardcore cheering person. I, Your if, cheering is inferior to my cheering. You know what? You, you have to look at things like like the the Raptors. I like I love the Raptors. But no. I watch maybe two or three regular season games like f- front oh, to back. See, but I watch all the fan. playoff games. Bandwagon fan. But I don't have that much time. Like I watch basic I, I think I watched seventy five Maple Leaf games this year. I can think of six or seven that I missed. You have your your team. You have your team, right? Your mm-hmm. number one team. And then you watch the I, other team sparing. And I love and it's not that it, and like <laughs> I, I And then there's I, Jesse who just has thirty hours in a day. Yeah, I have sports <laughs> on in my house every night. My my fiance is literally the most. She she'll watch stuff on her computer because I'm like, okay, the Jays yeah. are on or the Raps are on or whatever. I have the I have literally. The, she gives me the TV yeah. every night. I watched I watched the Raptors. Uh, I think game one. Like I don't even know what game they're at in that series. One. Yeah, they play still yeah, it's, it's they like they, tonight, yeah. yeah. Watch game one. I've been to two Jays games. Uh, went to the Leafs playoff game. Been covering the Leafs playoffs. And even yesterday, I was like, "This is a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a lot of sports." It's it's tough. So I don't blame people for jumping on. Uh, and I don't. You know what? If if this is what it takes you to be a Leaf fan, mm-hmm. great, welcome. Well, uh, and I said, well, it's a party. Everyone's if you invited. Weren't a Leafs fan? Uh, I can forgive you. They were not worth cheering for for a very long time. I did it against my better judgment. If you became a Leafs fan this season, you bought low. Congrats. That's smart business. You you manage your emotions effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't hate you for that. The other no. thing, too, is that kids respond to those who are successful. They s- respond to the stars, right? So, like, yeah. Steve, Steve, you used to talk about it at the zoo. What kind of jerseys would you see there? In 2007, I saw I saw more Sens merch in Toronto than I saw Leafs merch because the Sens were good and made it to the Stanley Cup final. Then they quickly tucked that in the closet. Then it was Jonathan Taves, Sidney Crosby, a lot of Ryan Getzlaff, especially because of 2007. Uh, a lot of caps, a lot of Ovechkin. A lot of the the uh, Capitals jerseys you saw in the crowd yesterday were kids. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. were ki- my cousin uh, is a Sharks fan uh, because the Sharks are good. Yeah, I was. I became a Leafs fan because of Doug Gilmore. 
Exactly. And and we grew up when the Leafs were good. And exactly. So the Leafs are now good again. So you're going to see a bunch of kids now starting to buy Austin Matthews jerseys, which I, I'm starting to see everywhere. Like I know, like uh, I work with uh, a guy named Frank Ferragini on uh, on Breakfast Television. Frankie Flowers. His kids are were always Leaf fans, but it was hard for them because they lost every game. So they'd also have like a Chicago Blackhawks jersey. Yeah. They'd also have whatever. I cheered for the Red Wings for for a portion of my childhood because they won. Well, because Chris Draper visited the high school and yeah, he was from sense. the neighborhood, so there's all that neighborhood pride and everything. But yeah, they also won. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have really cheered for them if they finished last every year. Exactly. So I feel like, man, if there, most people at this point would be bandwagon fans, and who the hell cares? Let them be fans. Let them enjoy it in their own way. You don't get to decide how someone else enjoys something. Yeah, and if you are a hardcore fan, it means more to you. Yeah. You'll, and your reward for that is it means more to you. You'll feel it on a different level. Yeah. Steve. Yes. You don't know this, but um, you put your friend in a horrible predicament. Uh-oh. Who's, Uh-oh. who's my friend? Your friend, A.W. What did I? I don't know who you're talking Adam Watt. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on ass. Friday. <laughs> what a dumbass. I need to go home. On Friday, you got this man over here. Tickets for the Toronto FC. Oh, I know. Uh- <laughs> I know. <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> The Leafs play the Washington Capitals. I know. What, Adam Wilde, are you going to do? And a fan on Reddit wants to know if you're going to be doing a meetup at the game. Well, first of all, I'll, I'll, I'll answer for him. He's not going. So You're not going? I told— Fuck no, Leafs I ta- play. I forgot you were bringing this up, uh, but I told, I told Steve in the elevator this morning, I'm like, listen— <laughs> These are I know it's 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 Mrs. Dangle's family's season tickets. Yeah. So they're great seats. They're great tickets. Is that really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And wow. I yeah. was like, listen, they, season seats since day one. I don't want to be. They're from Scotland. Yeah, and they loved <laughs> they loved TFC when TFC were shite for yeah. ten years, right? <laughs> they even they even, loved getting really hammered and shouting abuse at TFC. Yeah. <laughs> and and they were even there for the uh, the Defoe year. <laughs> they were there for the Defoe year. They were. It's a uh, bloody big deal. Danny Dicchio, Danny Dicchio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every twenty, every game at twenty-four minutes in. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm going to call SL, and I'm going to say, listen, I have to relinquish these tickets. I will give them back to your family. I'm sure somebody will use them. I yeah. cannot, I cannot go to a game and enjoy it while the Leafs are in the playoffs. You have a phone with the Sportsnet Now app on it. <laughs> I am not an Islanders fan. You can watch <laughs> the game and watch the other game. No, I cannot. I yes, cannot. you can. No, you should attend. No, yeah, that was your birthday present, Adam. I know, and I'm. I'm. It's not that I'm not grateful. Yeah, I, I didn't even know what date. Ungrateful. I didn't know what date the game was. <laughs> well, how would you have known? <laughs> well, if I had actually known never... the date, I would have been like, mm, "Wait a sec." Yeah, you can't plan for that though. Yeah. The, the, the playoffs could go on for the next two months. You don't know. Could. could. Will. Well, will. I mean, playoffs yeah. with Leafs. Anyway, la- uh, last so question. You won't be there. No, that's I will not question. be there. That was the final question. Final I will not question. be there. Maybe I am an ungrateful bastard. Uh, Steve, why do you get such shit gifts? <laughs> we uh, we managed to trade a pair of our Blue Jays tickets to get those tickets. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, shit. She bought high, didn't she? She did. Uh, sure did. Yeah. You guys really made an investment. Hopefully, listen, it's baseball. <laughs> this happens. But Andrew Walker had a good tweet. 162 games. Yeah. The, the equivalent of week one of the NFL has passed by. Yeah. That's it. Yep. So they lost the first game. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, is just so I know. Is that a playoff beard? I'm trying. 
Okay. No, I'm just checking. It's not very good. No, I, I wasn't making any... Co- no beard is good in the first four days. It's not very good, and it's like a little bit blonde, too, so it's even worse. It's not very good. All right, Jesse. Keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> Call me little boy, Jesse. <laughs> keep trying, little boy. Tap, can you tap him on the head? Can you just pat him on the head? Just pat him on the head. No, Don't wreck it in perfect hair, though. Your Devo win. They, it's because of this. It's because of my whiskers. So good luck to all the teams playing tonight. Good luck to all the fans cheering for them. Go Raptors. Let's go Raptors. Let's go Raptors. Even it up. Even it up. Absolutely. They're fine. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.